93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. All right, today's Thursday, September 5th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning in the news this morning. Hurricane Dorian back to a Category 3 storm began raking the southeast United States border early uh, Thursday and left tens of thousands of people without power as it threatened to inundate low-lying coasts from Georgia to Virginia with life-threatening storm surge after its deadly hit on the Bahamas. Dorian crashed into the island nation as its strongest hurricane on record, leaving wide spread devastation and at least 20 people dead. But it weakened substantially in the days since, dropping from a Category 5 to a Category 2 storm before increasing again late Wednesday. The storm is expected to cause about 700,000 outages in the Carolinas. Resources from 23 states and Canada are said to be responding as soon as it's safe to do so. More than 1,500 people sought refuge in 28 shelters in South Carolina where sheets of rain began falling late Wednesday in the historic port of Charleston located on a peninsula prone to flooding. At 2 a.m. Thursday, the distinct eye of the hurricane turned about 105 miles south of Charleston, moving north at seven miles per hour off of the coast with dangerously high winds of 115 miles per hour. Hundreds of sheltered animals from coastal South Carolina have arrived in Delaware ahead of the Hurricane Dorian's expected landfall. A flood chart posted by the National Weather Service projected a combined high tide and storm surge around Charleston Harbor of 10.3 feet. The Navy ordered ships at its huge base in Norfolk, Virginia to head to sea for safety and more planes at Langley Air Force Base in uh, Hampton, Virginia were being moved inland. The commander of the Navy region Mid-Atlantic issued an emergency evacuation order for military personnel and their dependents in five North Carolina counties. Officials in Haverford Township have shut down the Bonaire Fire Company. Last month, township officials learned that a volunteer fireman tried to join Proud Boys, an organization the Southern Poverty Law Center has recognized as a hate group. Officials also learned the fireman went, uh, the fireman went through part of the initiation process before distancing himself from the group. The volunteer admitted to the township official uh, but the, that the fire company's board saw no reason to accept his resignation. The Proud Boys have been associated with uh, Charlottesville, said Haverford Township Board Commissioner and Vice President Larry Holmes, going through initiation with the Proud Boys. Associating yourself with them, that is disqualifying in Haverford Township if you're going to have a Haverford Township uniform on, Holmes added. The board's uh, inaction prompted the township to close the company entirely. Wow. Holmes said the volunteer, who sources have identified but has not been named by the township, understood the township's policy and tended his resignation. But the fire company's board rejected the resignation, sparking the commissioners to shut down the company. Uh, fire service for Bonaire will be provided by four other companies in Haverford Township. The fire chief, the president of the fire board, and the volunteer in question have not released any statements. A rare two-headed rattlesnake was found in the Pine Barrens of New Jersey. The young timber rattlesnake has two fully formed heads, four eyes, and two flicking tongues, but one what body. The- <laughs> Did you guys see the picture of it? It's no. pretty wild. I've no, seen- I need to. I've yeah. seen two-headed snakes yeah. before, but not a two-headed rattler. What the f- it weighs an estimated one to two ounces. Uh, herpetologist Dave Schneider, who works for the Associates of Burlington County, was one of the two employees named Dave who found the venomous snake. Uh, given the men's for first... a rare occasion, <laughs> two employees named Dave. Right? Dave! Given the men's same first names, these snakes uh, two heads uh, and the snakes two heads, uh, they have named him Double Dave. Double Dave. Dave! Double Dave. I like it. Oh yeah, here's a picture. Dave! Of it. Wow. Does it have twice the venom? 
That's a good question. Don't know. Uh, because the venom is stored in the, uh, they, there's uh, venom sacks sack. in sacks the and mouth. Like right? Yeah, yeah. because yeah, I actually saw a video of this kid. Uh, it was like a baby, basically. Yes. Playing and smacking a cobra. and, and Excuse me? A, I know. Okay. Uh, so I saw this, and I'm like, well, that is just silly. And then, uh, you know, the comment section was, oh, this thing was defanged, and, and it was, you know, it had, the obviously, the fangs taken out and the venom taken out. I'm like, oh, okay, well, then that's that's more <laughs> sure. understandable. Go play with your cobra. Go play, play with, with your cobra, cobra kid. Yeah. Uh, so they're not Jeez. really... <laughs> I know! They're I, not really I saw sure. that footage. It was, it, was, uh, it was all over Twitter. Yeah. Like, smacking a cobra. <laughs> Preston. Excuse me, I'm going to go smack the cobra. <laughs> <laughs> Double-headed snakes rarely survive oh, in the wild. Oh, it's a spitting cobra. Because yeah. they sometimes move slowly and can be easily targeted for, uh, be easy targets for predators. Now, the um, a company is an environmental consulting firm that works to protect the, uh, the habitats of endangered species, including snakes. Its CEO says they maintain an extensive collection of endangered snakes, including rattlesnakes. Uh, both Schneider and the CEO have decades of experience with handling and raising snakes, but neither have dealt with a two-headed snake. Both men hope Double Dave has a fully developed digestive system, uh, will take nourishment, and will flourish. They are expected to try to feed the snake today, and they say that x-rays to find out more about the snake may be in the near future. Two-headed snakes have been reported to live as long as 15 to 20 years in captivity. There have been stories about two-headed snakes for for a long time. The fact that it's a rattlesnake, I don't think I've ever heard of a two-headed rattlesnake. And it looks like it's a baby, and I have found out that uh, baby rattlesnakes are actually, you don't want to get bitten (laughs) by a rattlesnake snake in general, but that's true, uh, that's true. baby rattlesnakes are worse because their venom is more concentrated. Really? They also don't know to let go. So when they that's latch stupid. on, they kind of hang on. So there's a musical producer. His name's Mike Posner. He's trying to walk across the United States, and he made it, like, really, really far, and then he got bit by a baby rattlesnake uh, in, like, Colorado, somewhere out west and stuff like that, and it effed him up really? big time. Yeah. Huh, yeah. imagine. Yeah, it's a rattlesnake. But it was a baby rattlesnake, which is worse. Okay. Can't yeah. you tell by the diaper? <laughs> right? This one was potty trained. Oh, okay. Right. By the way, speaking trained. of two-headed snakes, wasn't that the uh, kind of on, on the, the, the banner for in uh, Conan the Barbarian? Yes. The two-headed snake was the James Earl Jones cult had the, the two-headed snake, I think. Yes. What what was that? What was that kingdom called? I forgot. Hi- Hibert- Hibert- it's not Hibernians. <laughs> Remember that Crom was yeah. his god. Crom, I kill you. Yeah. But a uh, two-headed snake. Okay. Yeah. Maybe it's a sign of a, of a, of a cult starring James Earl Jones. <laughs> it's quite possible. I don't know. The, the coming snake, of Conan, it's finally happening. The snake was eight to ten inches long. Uh, Drum! They say that it is a baby, um, and they're going to hopefully try to find out some more about it in the coming days. In sports this morning. <laughs> And the Phillies lost to the Reds last night in Cincinnati. With a home run, a win, and an appearance in the outfield, Michael Lorenzen pulled off a feat last accomplished by Babe Ruth. He hit a two-run homer in the eighth inning as the Reds pulled away to an 8-5 win. He got his first win and first homer of the season and also finished the game playing center field. The most recent the player to get a victory, hit a home run, and play outfield in the same game was Babe Ruth for the Yankees in June of 1921. Wow. The four-game series wraps up this afternoon. Jason Vargas will get the start for the Phillies. Sonny Gray pitches for the Reds. Game time is at 12.35. At the U.S. Open, Rafael Nadal won a straight set over... 
Diego Schwartzman. In winning the match, Nadal secured a berth in a 33rd Grand Slam semifinal. Tomorrow, uh, he will play Matteo Berrettini, a 23-year-old from Rome, who gave Italy a spot in the Final Four at the U.S. Open for the first time since 1977. And the 100th season of the NFL begins tonight with a game featuring the league's oldest rivalry, the Chicago Bears versus the Green Bay Packers. Tonight's matchup uh, will be the Chicago will be in Chicago as the Bears play the Packers for the 199th time. Kickoff is at 8:20, and that's what I have for you this morning. Thank you, Kathy. To follow up on the snake thing. <laughs> All right, here you go, Steve. Somebody says incurring. Was that the name of the uh, the, the James Earl Jones cult? Uh, possibly, It yeah. says incurring. It was uh, two intertwined snakes facing each other, oh. so not two-headed snakes. And somebody oh. else wants me to do this. Two-headed snake do-do-do-do-do-do. <laughs> no. You have to. And the, the word two throws it off a little bit yeah. there, but uh, I, I tried for it. I was totally into the Conan uh, mythos years ago. I read all the books. You remember there was an artist, Frank Fazetta. There, yeah. You know, there'd be all these great... There's that classic picture of Conan, like, hunched over and, you know, and now I've forgotten it all. All I know is out there is a little baby two-headed snake that <laughs> hates our love. Yeah. Was Conan, did he have any superpowers or he was did he not. just a badass? No, he was a badass. Just, okay. He was just really, yeah, he was trained from a kid to be tough. Yep. And, uh, and he he was uh, he was a badass, so. Conan! Well, welcome. Hopefully you'll find your inner Conan this morning as you move forward through the day and... Fight all the slings and arrows that might be headed your way. We have a few things that we're going to get to this morning. Uh, we have lots of stuff to give away, including, we made the announcement yesterday, Kathy Romano's Bitch Box Part 3 party coming up. And the release will be at uh, Harrah's in Philadelphia. And it's coming up on the 19th. And it's part of the President Steve Sorority Party, Zeta Ada Pie. So we're looking forward to a fashion show, free stuff. It's going to be really cool. Yeah. Are you getting bombarded already with requests? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I yes. Am, I am. Uh, and we're going to have a total, it looks to me, 160 ladies that we're inviting all together. So uh, I like it, 80 total. And oh, then, okay. Uh, you have they, 80 they bring giveaways. Guests. Yeah, got 80 you, giveaways you. and they bring guests. So. Highly coveted. You know, I could do two right now if you want. Do all it. Right, do it. Do that. Yeah. All right. So it's going to be on Thursday. In honor of Conan. Thursday night. <laughs> Okay, so is the theme going to be Visco Girls or Conan the Barbarian? Conan the Visco Girl. I like it. <laughs> Look at my flask <laughs> and my scrunchie. Uh, <laughs> I'm the Visco Girl. All right. Yeah. So we'll take two callers. you got to be at least 21. Ladies only for this event. And uh, you can bring a guest with you. 215-263-WMMR. We're headed to Harris. And uh, Harris, Philadelphia, by the way, a total gaming and entertainment experience. All in one place. Harris, Philadelphia, where Philly comes out to play. Lots of great vendors are going to be on board for this. We'll make sure that we reveal who everybody is and, and all the wares that we have. But you won't know the exact items. We won't know the exact items until we get there and open up the box. I don't even, night. like, so Kathy will have, like, a staging area. I don't even pay attention to what's going on with that because I, I find it cool. And then the vendors are there kind of with their um, their displays and their kiosks yeah. or whatever. It's really a cool night. And you're going to be able to, if, if there's additional stuff that you want from these vendors, you'll be able to purchase it there. Okay. Yeah. And the fashion show, we're going to have maybe some of our calendar girls. Yes, yeah, some out of and... our calendar girls, uh, some of my salsa friends. Wow. So, yeah. Wow. <laughs> We've got a lot of Some barbarians. Yeah. <laughs> Double, double-headed snake. All right. Well, we also, uh, speaking of calendar girls, uh, we are currently uh, getting ready to make all the decisions of who's going to be in this year's Totally Office calendar. And if you would like to submit, we would love to uh, see any photos you may have, any information about you. All that avail- is available 
at PrestonandSteve.com. And uh, we encourage you to let other people know that might be, uh, you know, uh, just right for this to be in our calendar to get in touch with us. They have to get in touch with us. So, but just point them in the direction of the website and get you on board. Uh, so these things and more. We have a concert announcement coming up. Pretty cool one. It's, it is. Uh, it's a legend, uh, actually, that we're going to announce. And uh, we'll get to that as we get around the bizarre file. So why don't we go ahead and take a break. Come back in a second. We'll do the entertainment report as usual and the stupid question with some more giveaways. We'll have that when we get back. And, of course, all of this, the back to school A to Z happening. We're in the L's. And, uh, yeah, we'll continue that when we can return. Stay with us. Like the Preston and Steve Show podcast? Check out MMR's other audio on demand at WMMR.com or on the MMR mobile app. Steven Singer's Ready for Love Diamond Engagement Rings are ready to go. <laughs> Whether your budget's $500 or $5,000, Steven has the perfect ring for you at the perfect price. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly. IHateStevenSinger.com. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. I had three testicles. All right, thank you, Gary. All right, what? It's Thursday. Did he say he was coming by today? You know what? He did say he wanted to come by. when he when, During that very conversation about three testicles. I had three testicles. He said he wanted to come by here on Thursday. Today. Wow. We'll see. We'll see. We, well, never, we never heard from him. I mean, if he does, that'd be we, we have extra prizes that we were just given this week. So maybe we can whip something together with Gary Lauer. I mean, do a game? Yeah, maybe. Uh, I don't know. Uh, We've always wanted to try that push off the roof game. Yes. <laughs> All right. Let's work that out real quick. All right. Can you survive from four What's to work out? Which story? Mm, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 We, you'll hear by the sound of his scream, and the caller that guesses which floor we push him off of wins the prize. <laughs> All right. I'm okay. Yeah. All right. How are your, how are your testicles doing, Gary? They all right? Donna? I had three testicles. All right. <laughs> Stupid question. How about we do that? Uh, we are going to give away a four-pack of tickets for the Monster Truck Throwdown at the Bridgeport Speedway in Swedesboro, New Jersey, Saturday, September 14th or Sunday, September 15th. Question I have for you. It's an easy one. If you know your U.S. presidents, who is the only United States president to be elected four times into office? Two one five two six three WMMR in into the presidential office. Yeah, no. four times two one five two six three WMMR. Let's see if you know the answer. Uh, let's see. Thursday, September fifth, birthdays today to mention. We'll start in the world of music and the world of drummers. Brad Wilk, who has played with Rage Against the Machine and Audio Slave and Prophets of Rage, celebrates his fifty uh, first birthday today. So happy birthday to Brad Wilk. Is he good? Yeah, he's good. And uh, this is a fun song to play. Yeah, I think we have yeah, Tom just, Morello, though. It's so damn aggressive. It's just, you yeah. just, you hit him as hard as you possibly can. That's all you got to do. So 51 today, Brad Wilkins. Uh, also from the world of music, sort of, uh, Dweezil Zappa. Okay. Dweezil. Son yeah. of Frank Zappa. He's actually a really talented guitar player. He just, he just had, he had some moderate success in the world of I, music. I think it became he became sort of the it guy on MTV, and he was also in Running Man, wasn't he? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, oh, was he? Uh, did a couple movies. and uh, Yeah, he was uh, Mick Fleetwood's uh, sidekick, kind of, in, uh, in okay. uh, The Running Man, yeah. Uh, but his dad, an absolute legend in the world of music, but uh, Dweezil is 50 years old today. Rose McGowan celebrates uh. birthday today, and she's been uh, going through a bunch of stuff. If you want to talk about a career that's been all over the place, when she first came on the scene, she was sort of like a, um, you know, um, like eye candy and uh, femme fatale and all of that, and, and now she's 
was one of the main people behind the Me Too movement. That is correct, yeah. Uh, got to know her in um, things like Charmed and Jawbreaker and Scream and was engaged to Marilyn Manson for a while. She's also in the uh, in Planet Terror. She's the uh, the second heart of that, part of that Grindhouse movie. Yeah, with the leg. Uh, yeah, it's pretty yeah. wild. She's 46. Uh, the great Michael Keaton celebrates his birthday today. Batman. Birdman, Spider-Man. <laughs> He's been in all those man movies. Anything with a man. Yeah. yeah. Um, but the, the the first thing I remember him was in Night Shift, which so is good. such a great movie. We, I think we quote it pretty often. Yeah. Uh, I, I I love that movie. That was a Ron, one of Ron Howard's earlier movies. Uh, Henry Winkler's character, totally non-Fonzie-ish. Uh, I remember going, wow, this is the same guy who played Fonzie. He was so <laughs> put upon. Great. Yeah. You know? Uh, but, uh, yeah, Beetlejuice, obviously a huge role for you, him as well. You know, well. what movie I love of his is mm-hmm. Gung Ho. You know what? You know who loves that movie? Mm-hmm. Chuck loves that movie. Loves Chuck, really? Yeah, Chuck yeah. D'Amico yeah. loves the movie Gung Ho, and you're right, it was a good movie. Uh, but, uh, Mr. Mom, and, and he's, you know, he's great in Spider-Man Homecoming. Yes, he's I, excellent. I really, I really enjoyed him as a villain. I wonder if we'll see him return, because... At- uh, at the end of the, the movie, not to give anything away, but it, it, he, he, the, the door's left open. Yeah. In the end credit, or the after credit yeah. Uh, scene, yeah. So he's 68 today, by the way. Uh, Raquel Welch, one of the all-time great uh, sex symbols in uh, in cinematic history. So one of the, f- when when I was a kid, in a magazine, they had a picture of Raquel Welch from One Million Years B.C. on a pillow. Mm. I bought that pillow. Oh, <laughs> Did yeah. you really? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I might have molested that pillow. That's uh, the last poster in Shawshank, right? That's the one that uh, is yeah. the, the third of the three. Yeah. By the time it hit the year, whatever year it was, it yeah. was lovely Raquel, as he said. Uh, she's 79 years old today. George Lazenby has his birthday, Steve. Love George Lazenby. He's could, only got a year on Raquel Welch. He's 80 today. Could have been a uh, could have been a, a great Bond. Was in one of the best Bond movies, I think, of all time, Honor, Majesty's Secret Service. But he had this advisor, Preston, who said, walk away. Oh, walk, really? Walk really? Away from, yeah, from the series. And, and uh, Lazenby, I've, now he's... There are a number of documentaries about him. He seems like a great guy, but he's like, what the hell was I doing? Mm. Uh, so he's 80 and then turning 90 years old today, Bob Newhart. Wow. Yeah, so a big birthday for Bob. One of the best. Oh, my God. Yeah. Hilarious. Sub- his subtle comedy is just wonderful. The button-down comedy was yeah. his classic album when it first came out. And uh, he- he's crossed over old generations. He was most recently... Um, sort of a Mr. Science type guy on Big Bang Theory. Oh, okay. And he was hilarious. And Elf. Elf. Yeah. He's oh, great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's so good when he's, when he's sitting on his lap. <laughs> Gigantic. <laughs> uh, so Bob Newhart. Uh, wow, we're looking at a picture of him. Yeah, he looks 90. Yeah. Well, keep going, buddy. All right, let's see if we can get an answer. To the stupid question this morning, uh, let's see, which is the only U.S. president to be elected four times? 215-263-WMMR is the number. And we will go to Brian for the answer. Hey, Brian, good morning, sir. Oh, good morning. Just finished off a slice of ranch dressing and pizza. And <laughs> no. I didn't eat that! <laughs> All right. I was privileged. I went to a private school, so. <laughs> uh, that's where you got the range. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Brian, which president elected four times? That's one Mr. FDR. Yes. Roosevelt. Hang on, Brian. And they don't do that anymore. No. 
All right, hang Don't on. Don't do that. Hang on because we're going to get your information, give you a four-pack of tickets for the Monster Truck Throwdown at the Bridgeport Speedway in Swedesboro, New Jersey, Saturday, September 14th, and Sunday, September 15th. Don't miss Avenger, Crush Station, Lumberjack, and more when they bring the mayhem for a monsterific display of automotive adrenaline. Last year's show sold out, so get your tickets now at BP Speedway. Dot com. Let's see what we can get into. All right, how about somebody opening up a little bit? Brad Pitt sharing his journey to sobriety. Uh. In a revealing interview with the New York Times, the 55-year-old admits that he has a drinking problem and that after he split from his wife, Angelina Jolie, of course, he decided to tackle it so that he could responsibly parent their six children. He said that he struggled emotionally post-split. He said, the fact is we all carry pain, grief, and loss. We spend most of our time hiding it, but it's there. It's in you. Uh, so you open up those boxes. Brad Pitt is right. Uh, Pitt even joined AA. Uh, he said that I had uh, had taken things as far as I could take it, so I removed my drinking privileges. Uh, you had all these men sitting around being open and honest in a way that I've never heard. If uh, it was this safe space where there was little judgment and therefore little judgment of yourself. I explained that revealing his whole self was healing. He said it was actually really uh, feeling freeing, I'm sorry, just to expose the ugly sides of yourself. There's great value in that. I know you and I feel a special kinship to Brad Pitt because we had to overcome those just pretty face hurdles. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Yep. yeah. And uh, and then to, to get people to take our talent seriously. It's harder than people realize. Unbelievable. <laughs> he also used to smoke a ton of weed, didn't he? Um, I didn't know that. Maybe. I like him. In fact, I like him. I like older Brad Pitt. You know, I I think he's like with Leo DiCaprio. I, I was never initially was like ah enough with this guy, and now I really yeah they've grown into their roles. Here's he's, what I want to know from Brad Pitt: is how how are you and how do you be an alcoholic and still have six pack abs like that dude <laughs> did? That, he has remained in great shape. I saw a picture of him. I mean, recently he's fifty five yeah. years old. Dude is still cut up like nobody's business. He's just genetically predisposed Man, to have one that. of those yeah. guys. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you can see him in Ad Astra. Out it looks good. September twentieth. Yeah. What's it about? It's a science fiction. Right? Tommy Lee Jones. It's uh, has gone off into space, and they believe that he has done something that's screwing up the universe. And Brad Pitt has to go. We don't, I don't necessarily down, yeah. know exactly. I mean, some of that stuff you were saying was right, but um, it's just like a space movie. He's an astronaut. Tommy Lee Jones was his father, and uh, and that go watch the trailer. Okay, <laughs> yeah, I, go I watch the trailer because it, it looks really good. Uh, then we have Lori Laughlin and uh, Mosimo Giannulli. Uh, they've kept up a united front after being charged with bribing their daughter Bella and Olivia's way into the University of Southern California with five hundred thousand dollars. We know all this, right? Uh, but it all is not well behind the scenes. Oh, according to a new report from Us Weekly. How so? In the legal department? In the no, marriage department? In the marriage department. Whoa. Apparently, it's put a strain on their relationship, all the constant media attention. Their daughter, this is a source, saying their daughter Bella is extremely concerned that they're going to get divorced. Oh, no. Unlike fellow Hollywood star Felicity Huffman, who pleaded guilty to fraud in exchange for a lighter sentence, Laughlin and Giannulli have been uh, reamed in the media and by the public for their not guilty plea. Also, the pair face up to 40 years in prison. Uh, Laughlin, as it turns out, wanted to take the deal. This is according to the source. They said Lori was inclined to take the deal, uh, but Mossimo said that it would ruin both of their careers. Uh, he is expecting to be fully exonerated and will refuse any other plea deal offers. 
Wow. Well, that will, you know how sometimes you forget to take out the garbage. Um, (laughs) Imagine if you, as uh, the husband, push for a deal that could land you in jail for 40 years. Right. So multiply that. Uh, Her friends, by the way, are reportedly urging her to file for divorce. Uh, The source said her friends think that she should leave him, but Lori refuses and says the ordeal has made them stronger. Oh, okay. Uh, Well, maybe the tabloids are wrong. That's the opposite of what was just reported. (laughs) Exactly. That seems to be a direct contradiction. Okay, Woody Allen maybe persona non grata in Hollywood, but Scarlett Johansson would work with him any time. Huh. Uh, the A-lister is one of the few stars to publicly signal her support for the director. He was the original choice for Captain America. I did not realize <laughs> that he would actually... I, I, I don't think the serum worked. Yeah. <laughs> I don't feel very super... He was the original... Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, Imagine that. The thing opens up. <laughs> <laughs> Have, have I changed dramatically? <laughs> uh, he comes awesome. out. He comes out worse. Yeah. <laughs> they go the opposite direction. He got older. He's aged. His eyesight has gone bad. He's wearing glasses now. His hair is falling out. Ready to take on the Nazis. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not a big fan personally of their conduct. Uh, several stars. They reach over. The, he just looks over. Stark's father reaches over and had the lever all the way to the wrong side. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, uh, I'm sorry. I, I had it on skinnier. <laughs> I should have pushed it to muscular. Several stars, uh, including Frida Pinto, Greta Gerwig, Colin Firth, and Mira Servino, expressed regret at working with him previously and pledged to never work with him again. But... When the Hollywood Reporter asked Johansson, who worked with him on Match Point, uh, Vicky, Christina, Barcelona, and Scoop, she had nothing but good things to say about the 83-year-old, whose daughter, of course, accused him of sexual assault. Uh, He's denied all this stuff, but she said, how do I feel about Woody Allen? I love Woody, she told the Hollywood Reporter. I believe him, and I would work with him anytime. She said, I see Woody whenever I can, and I have had a lot of conversations with him about it. I have been very direct with him, and he's been very direct with me. He maintains his innocence, and I believe him. Well, she's, that's her prerogative to yeah. take it that totally. way, and that's yeah. okay. She said, uh, but she also understands why others don't. She said it's hard because it's a time where people are very fired up, and understandably, <laughs> uh, things needed to be stirred up, and so people have a lot of passion, a lot of strong feelings, <gasps> and are angry, and rightfully so. What, it's an intense time. What a missed opportunity that they could have worked in the Avengers films together. It would have yeah. been so great. Yeah. Speaking of the Avengers, the 2019 E! People's Choice Award nominations have arrived. And the House of Mouse and HBO are dominating. Avengers Endgame snagged seven nominations, while fellow MCU films Spider-Man Far From Home and Captain Marvel also (laughs) scored several. Just a juggernaut. On the TV side, HBO's Game of Thrones led the pack with eight nods, with CW's Riverdale and Netflix's Stranger Things garnering seven each. All good selections. I agree. All right, so of the... um... Just out of your opinion, Game of Thrones, uh, Stranger Things, who had the stronger season? Uh, wow. Okay, Ooh. so if you go by public opinion, 
it'd probably be Stranger Things mm-hmm. because a lot of people weren't happy with uh, with the very end of Game right, of Thrones. Right. I was fine with it. Okay. And it was the end of an absolutely epic tale. Right. So for my own personal preference, I would, Game have, of to, I would have to give it a Game of Thrones. Okay. Now, I loved Stranger Things. Man, that was fun. It was. I it's really, really great. enjoyed that they, You know, there were, there were critics of the third season as well for yeah. Stranger Things. I thought... It was as direct an homage to the films of Spielberg, yeah. you know, as you could possibly get with a whole bunch of malevolence, yeah. a whole bunch of fun, a whole bunch of secondary characters that I found really enjoyable. So, who knows? The only one issue I think I have with season three, and this is not really given too much away, yeah. is uh, is Steve, you know, the stud. I, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, I yeah. love that character. He's so great. Yeah. But he just gets beat to a bloody pulp. <laughs> And still looks good. He does. Oh yeah. yeah, oh yeah. Has his faculties and yeah. everything. He wasn't. Oh yeah. He wasn't a, a you know. A, he didn't have brain damage or anything no, like no, that. No, no, no. So. And these are military people beating the piss out of him. But it's a TV. Right. Show. Yeah, yeah. It's a TV. <laughs> sure. Show. So, but anyway, uh, categories include the comedy movie of 2019, action movie, male and female stars, animated movie stars, the. Uh, Competition contest of the year and the binge-worthy show of the year. Uh, so there's a bunch in this. Just to give you a couple of ideas of the nominations, uh, reality star nominees included Chloe Kardashian, <laughs> Kylie Jenner, Lisa Vanderpump. Oh my god! And Jonathan Van Ness from uh, Queer Eye. So when I go through, you know, a lot, we spend a lot of time reading through all these different things and different news sources and aggregator sites. These reality stars are so goddamn annoying mm. and names that you just don't even know. And, the, you know, you can't even say first, second, third tier star on a reality show. They're all ninth tier. But yet these shows are hugely popular. But yeah. it's like, you know, Diego married, Mar- you know, Marsha on uh, Real Housewives of uh, Ventura Boulevard. It, it's just annoying as hell. I guess the... the um, uh... The pool is so splintered right now. There's so many choices that if you just find enough people, a niche there, you can take group, it. You can. They will. The advertising will uh, will yeah. be worth it. It's just know, there for, are too the many. Network, yeah. Too many. So the in music, the male artist of 2019. This is the uh, People's Choice Awards. Uh, the nominees for men include Shawn Mendes, Post Malone, Ed Sheeran, Drake, and Travis Scott. And female artist nominees are Ariana Grande, Taylor Swift, Cardi B, Halsey, Billie uh, Eilish, uh, Miley Cyrus, Camilla Cabello, and Pink. I like that Halsey. She's from New Jersey, and of course she does a song with BTS that I like. I like Billie Eilish, believe it or not. Yeah, she's good too. moody and weird and cool. We were getting a lot of texts yesterday saying that she was like the original Visco girl. You know, for this movement. She sort of is, yeah. Billie Eilish is kind of the the model of of what a Visco girl might be like. And Uh, she's a savant when it comes to uh, the office trivia. Oh, is no she? kidding. Yeah. Okay. So voting for the 43 categories began uh, yesterday and go through Friday, October 18th. The show airs on November 19th on E. Uh, let's see. Okay. Oh, boy. Right. You want some fun here? Yeah, yes. please. Spencer Pratt is claiming that Caitlin Carter cheated on her husband, Brody Jenner, with Miley Cyrus before she and Jenner split up. What? Okay. No. Dude, tell me that something I don't know. Close, of course. Yeah. They, they, they didn't just say, yeah. "Hey, I think I'm into badge now." It's, it's so. This is according to, to Pratt. He says it's tough for me to listen to Caitlyn complain about people talking about her allegedly open relationship with Brody when we know she had a thing going on with Miley. He tells us to Cosmo, by the way. He even wrote a song about it, Preston. Spencer Pratt, by the way. Is this really? 
no thing but a chicken wing. Yeah, so um, uh, the, uh, of course, there was something going on well before that. So he said she already had something going on with her when these scenes were filming, maybe not physically, but definitely emotionally. Okay. No one's judging you for whatever it is you and Brody do when he's not sleeping in his car, he said. We just don't want people to lie about their lives. Maybe you shouldn't have gone on television. It's called a reality show, hun. And the reality is hun. that Brody's been talking about your sex life on his podcast for years. Oh, snap. He then wow. dragged her flagrant PDA with Miley right after the singer split from her husband, Liam Hemsworth. He said, I would love to know Liam Hemsworth thought on Caitlin's recent display of common decency. You know what I call common decency? Getting it on at your Italian villa, not in front of the paparazzi. <laughs> I think Spencer Pratt is a good moral barometer. <laughs> yeah. yeah. While Pratt is airing his grievances, Jenner seems just fine, though. Of course, he's moved on with Josie Canseco, well, after all. You know the whole deal is that uh, Brody and uh, Spencer got into a little uh, altercation on their reality show. No. And uh, they've been bros for years, and they were trying to re-bro-dozer the situation. And he under—he was—he couldn't understand why that impasse had occurred. They've been bros for years. They had been bros for years. Uh, so he says uh, there's far too much negative. This is, uh, by the way... Uh, Brody, according to Meet the Press, Brody is saying there's far too much negativity being directed. Negativity being directed at someone who I love and care about very much. I feel the need to set the story straight. Caitlin and I have uh, been best friends for six years, and we continue to be. We, like many others before us and many after us, grew in different directions Spen- over those same six years. Spencer Pratt appears to me to be as authentic as Miracle Water Preston. Mm, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Wow. I mean, there seems to be as much believability as the miracle water. (laughs) Steve's right. (laughs) That Reverend Popoff (laughs) was selling. Uh, Legendary photographer Peter Lindbergh uh, passed away on Tuesday. He was 74. I personally was not familiar with this gentleman, but apparently all the celebs were, and he's done a ton of work over the years. So on Instagram, a lot of celebrities were posting, including, uh, like I follow uh, Selma Blair, and she posted a photograph that he had done of her. It looked phenomenal. I saw Emma Watson with him uh, as well. Meghan Markle is paying tribute to him. Uh, He passed away. He was 74. In a post on the Instagram page that she shares with her husband, Prince Harry, she shared a rare private photo selected from her photo shoot for the September issue of Vogue uh, that she guest edited. In it, she has her arm around Lindbergh, who is smiling, and she captioned it in part. His work is revered globally for capturing the essence of a subject and promoting healthy ideals of beauty, eschewing photoshopping, and preferring natural beauty with minimal makeup. Uh, meanwhile, Megan is also unveiling her first official return to duties post-maternity leave. Uh, she is set to step out on Thursday the 12th to launch her capsule collection. There's no Capsules. One. Capsule collection. <laughs> Her capsule collection. It's like of, a Visco girl. Of women's workwear that she created with her designer friend, Misha Nonu. Yeah, Misha Nonu. <laughs> no, no, she no, was, no, uh, her, you would know her, Preston, from the Derelict collection. Miss Nonu. Nonu. Let's see. Catherine Schwarzenegger. Yeah. Has... <laughs> <laughs> That's my girl. Do we have that? Did you send that Conan clip over or to Marissa? I did. I don't know okay. if you got it back. All right. That would be perfect for this story. I didn't realize. We, I, I forgot I had this. Story. Uh, Catherine Schwarzenegger. 
<laughs> has the best memories of her childhood. <laughs> the 29-year-old daughter of uh, Mir- uh, Maria Shriver and Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> visited, her, visited her mom on Wednesday's Today Show, <laughs> where Shriver <laughs> discussed motherhood with Oda Kopi <laughs> and uh, Natalie Morales. <laughs> Uh, she said, my parenting, one of the things I wish I had done is uh, kept it a little simpler, a little slower, a little quieter. The hell is she talking about? <laughs> she admit, this, is, this is what uh, Maria said. Oh, Maria's talking about this. Yeah. And then uh, she disagrees, though. Catherine Schwarzenegger disagrees. I disagree, Lonnie. Uh She said it was so simple, uh, she said of her childhood. It was the most magical. Just fun, like Dad. Fun <laughs> The most magical, fun childhood ever. She did an incredible job. So she was happy with it. Oh, yeah. I mean, listen, they, uh, by the way, are they now actually legally divorced, Marie Shriver? No. I think they're still married. They're separated, yeah. Her and Arnold are still technically legally married. They got separated in 2011, but they never finalized their divorce. We're looking at the two of them together. It looks like she's still wearing a a wedding ring of some type. It's on her left hand, but I don't know. (laughs) That is Maria sitting down, yeah, right? Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so... Um... <laughs> no, it's a Halloween decoration. Um... Well, face-wise, it didn't look exactly like her. No, she you're right. Look, she doesn't look quite as bony. So I thought yeah. the same thing. Yeah. So she might have had filler injections. Or Arnold Or she's put some weight yeah. on. I don't know. <laughs> uh... Nah, that doesn't happen. I mean, no. It would require eating. <laughs> so, uh, anyhow, she says mom did an incredible job. She doesn't have to worry about it at all. Uh, the... What? Oh, we have that clip. Oh, I didn't know that. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Here we go. Watch your enemies. <laughs> See them driven before you. And they hear the lamentation of the women. The lamentation of the women. Listen to his voice. It's, yeah. yeah. It was much higher. And, That's uh, the enemies. It's a little more And whiny. hear the lamentation of the women. Watch your enemies. See them driven before you. And they hear the lamentation of the women. The lamentation of the women. That's perfect, Donald. Hmm. Uh, let's see here. The CW has released the first images from Riverdale's season four premiere, which will also be a tribute to Luke Perry, uh, who died unexpectedly, of course, in March from a stroke. God, that's still hard to believe. Uh, yes, it, it blows my mind. Yeah. Uh, the October 9th premiere will reveal how the series plans to deal with the death of Perry's Fred. Uh, in one shot, Archie embraces his mother, Mary, who is Molly Ringwald, who is visibly upset. So they are going to, you know, obviously they're going to have to address that. He was really good on that show. He yeah. had a very good paternal relationship with Archie, the actor playing Archie, and it was good. Kathy, you know how they'll do it? How they'll kill him off? How? Salt. <laughs> Salt. Salt. That'll do it. That's what Kathy's mom says. Yeah. Killed Luke Perry. Yes. Salt. Mm-hmm. You know what happened? Salt. 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 That, I... I Too much butt get stuff. Over it, I can't get over him it. Him being dead? No, my mother. Farrah <laughs> <laughs> Fawcett was. Uh, uh, it was butt butt stuff. Of, yeah, butt stuff. Luke Perry was salt, and um, and your dad sleeps with Janis Joplin. <laughs> and my dad slept with Janis Joplin once. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You know, I re- I listened to uh, Welcome to My Life. Uh, uh, another piece of my heart. Uh, that's the name of the song, right? The, yeah. Uh, yeah. Take, take another little piece of my heart now, baby. <laughs> baby. And I thought of it, Mister. I thought of it with Kathy's dad in mind. Listen to those lyrics and think about yeah. Kathy's dad, and it might be about him. So she wrote a song oh. about my dad? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's is just it called Peace, Peace of My Heart. Of my heart. Peace yeah. of My Heart. Case, can, can you pull that up? Yeah. Peace uh, of My Heart, yeah. And we'll, we'll think about Kathy's dad. While you're getting yeah, that fair. ready, let me okay. read a couple other stories real quick here. Uh, Margaret, Margaret Atwood's follow-up to The Handmaid's Tale, dubbed The Testaments, 
will head to the big screen. Wow. MGM and Hulu announced how the sequel will become an important extension of Bruce Miller's Emmy-winning drama starring Elizabeth Moss. Uh, The Testaments will land September 10th and take place 15 years after the ending of the original Handmaid's Tale. So she's writing a follow-up book. They're going to make it into a movie. The Hulu series is a movie on the plot of Atwood's first book. That I don't know, Steve. I don't even... I doubt it's even the same characters, but I may be totally All right. off on that. So we'll have to see. And also, uh, Ryan Murphy has revealed his next slate of originals for Netflix. Uh, Murphy is creating a 10-episode, a chorus line miniseries. That could be interesting. Yeah, it's, it's a huge ensemble. Yep. That and, it can do. <laughs> that's right. Uh, and a limited drama about the icon designer Halston. With uh, Ewan McGregor attached to Star. So there's a, there's a, uh, a documentary series running about Halston on CNN right now. I see the commercial for it all the time when they, because uh, I'm also watching this movie thing that they've done. They do really good documentary stuff. Uh, he's also preparing a 10-part documentary series about uh, Andy Warhol. Interesting. Which could be. You um, could do nine episodes on why he was on Love Boat. <laughs> and another. God, I still can't believe that. <laughs> Steve actually saw an episode of Love Boat with Andy freaking Warhol. Did I tell you the plot line? No. So Marion Ross is on the cruise as well. Mrs. C. Mrs. C. And there was a point apparently in their past when Andy Warhol had taken or painted her nude. And she was afraid that her new husband would find out about it. Okay. And so she was avoiding Andy Warhol. To to me, that seems way more normal than him being interviewed by Mean Gene Okerlund. (laughs) Because uh, he was a huge WWE fan Do you know what, or Andy, WWF right. at the time. Andy Warhol was a pop culture yeah. fanatic. He yeah. created sort of you know the the, the pop fandom. Yeah. So uh, I guess it stands to reason. But he was also kind of counterculture. Yeah, too, he was. So it but was, yet he was out at like. <laughs> there's that vi- there's that video of him eating a McDonald's cheeseburger too. Have you ever seen that yeah. one? It was a it's, commercial. It's very strange. Yeah, yeah. And then I, I heard that he had had a threesome with Janis Joplin and some other guy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> nope. Didn't know that other guy. <laughs> All right. So we're, we're supposed right. to listen lyrically yeah. about my dad. to this with Kathy's dad in mind because Kathy's dad had sex with Janis Joplin. So here we go. Well, She gave him everything a woman possibly could, yeah. Yeah. But a woman can be tough. They had a rough... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. It's got you written all over. It's the only Janis Joplin song I like. Really? Yeah. 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 Wow. I never... Oh, I love Never cared. I tell oh, she's you your mother. Yeah. Any, any... <laughs> of course I love her. Of course you, you know, love her. You know what's really funny is that uh, my mom loved her. Like, that's how oh. I knew the music because my mom... Shows your mom's not petty. Your mom's confident. 
<laughs> yeah, your mom, right, your mom, exactly. your mom gave your dad good loving. Any anytime you go to see a live band with a female lead singer, yeah. when they want to show what they got, they'll pull that song. Yeah, out. yep. Almost always, they're like, "Oh, wait, do you hear her do piece of my heart, man? We've got tonight, and we've got tonight <sighs> right after that." What's your, uh, what's your dad's first name? Uh, well, people call him brother. Okay, but his name's not Bobby, is it? Um, Bobby McGee? No, no. If anybody calls him Bobby, he says, I know that they don't know who I am. Okay. But All right. maybe but his, name Robert? She, his name is Robert. Jesus Christ! <laughs> Actually, no, you know what? Uh, Chris Christopherson wrote this song. <laughs> oh. Yeah, but, but, maybe but she had... told him. <laughs> Listen, Chris, I just banged an incredible dude. Can't write a song. <laughs> she didn't want to use his real name. Yeah. He didn't want to use his real name. <laughs> so you don't like this song? Oh, I this song's this song. brilliant. I love this song. Of course I love it. She's my mom. <laughs> <laughs> used to, she used to sing it to you when she's rocking your bassinet. Alright, uh, we need to... We gotta do the clips. Oh, yeah. Yeah, let's get to that. Uh, the Outpost features Talon, a lone survivor who is still discovering and ha- harnessing her supernatural powers. In this clip, Jessica Green details her character's journey. She's the last of her kind, of the Black Bloods, and it's kind of her story, getting her revenge from the Prime Order who wiped out her entire race and her family. Plague you. <laughs> uh, the Outpost airs tonight, 8 o'clock. That's on the CW. That's actually in the list of top shows that we've referenced in the clip segment that no one watches. Yeah, yeah. Here's the next clip. Reef Break takes viewers to Pacific Paradise as they follow Cat, a thief turned fixer who understand whose understanding of crime makes her crucial to society. Here, Poppy Montgomery expresses the most perplexing part of her acting career. I don't know how I kept getting cast as law enforcement officials when I was I was literally like one step away from being arrested most of the time. I'm like, oh, I'm a cop or a doctor. I'm always playing like intelligent people, educated people. And I was like, I dropped out of school at 14. I got expelled. I'm really, I got into a lot of trouble. And somehow I'm either upholding the law or like operating on somebody's brain. Shut the f*** <laughs> up. <laughs> Reef Break airs tonight, 10 o'clock, and that is on ABC, by the way. All right, here you go. Uh, you're, you're all caught up. All caught up on Poppy yeah. Montgomery. The entertainment Report. The Passion Duh. of uh, Janis Joplin. Mm-hmm. A lot going on in the And a uh, little information about Conan the Barbarian. Yep, that too. You never know what you're going to learn. Uh, so we have a lot of stuff to get to. We're going to have a guest on the program today. It's uh, Lunell, a uh, comedian, is going to be performing at Helium Comedy Club tonight, Friday, and Saturday. So she's going to stop at around 9 o'clock. We also have a concert announcement that mm, the artist may have been referenced at some point during this last break. <laughs> in a roundabout sort of way. But we'll reveal the information as we get a little bit closer to the bizarre file. And that's when we will uh, pass all that info along to you. Back to school A to Z is happening. And we are in the L's, mind you. And uh, we're going to head over to the... We're going to go over the pond for the next... I try to think of a creative way to tease without telling you exactly what go, song we're playing. Going over there. We're going to go across the pond for the next... <laughs> song that we have as we are in the L's. We'll return in just a moment. We're going to have fun this morning. Stay with us. Here we go. Here comes the MM Army. Join Marissa Magnata Thursday from 7 to 9 at J.D. McGillicuddy's Maniunk, 111 Cotton Street for the Bud Light Platinum Thursday Night Huddle. 
Enter to win Eagles tickets and signed merch courtesy of Bud Light Platinum and WMMR Bud Light Platinum Thursday Night Huddle t-shirts. Plus, $10 Bud Light pitchers, $3 Bud Light bottles, $4 Platinum, and $6 cheesesteaks. MMR's big friggin' deal. Get two tickets to Crayola Experience for just $21. Crayola Experience is Pennsylvania's most colorful family destination for interactive creative play. Only a limited number of tickets are available at WMMR.com. Keyword deal. 93.3 WMMR. Everything and everywhere that rocks. So here's my impression. So we're, we're cleaning up. Uh, we've, we've been doing cleaning up. There's massive construction going on within our building. Yes, I know we've talked about it before, and we'll continue to because it's going to go on for a long time. <laughs> yeah, people don't believe us, and they show up to pick up a prize or something, and oh. they're like, holy hell. It's massive. I mean, yeah. even the parking lot is being reconstructed. What's the front that of the, about? The front of the building is being redone. All the hallways, our personal offices and studios are all being rebuilt. So there's a lot going on around here. So we had to move from one office to another the other day. Uh, here's my impression of Kathy Romano during this whole thing. <laughs> Who cares? Get rid of it. <laughs> That's the phrase. Throw it out. <laughs> Who cares? Get rid of it. Who cares? Throw it away. Does anybody... We don't need it. Get rid of it. <laughs> that was it. Kathy was in a massive... Massive purge mode. And given it sort of the the time sniff test, I, I do that as well. Have I used this? Have I needed this? Have I used this within the past six months? Get rid of it. Get rid of it. Uh, I'm but, pretty good at throwing stuff away too. I, but... I think there were two big big uh, garbage bins in there that uh, that were filled up pretty solidly. So every, yeah. I think everyone made the big purge. I didn't see a lot of crap poured into the new office. Yep. I have this uh, giant mascot bear head that I, I'm having a hard time getting rid of, and it looks terrible. I mean, it looks. Awful. Re- I mean, it's, it's sentimental, though. We've had it since the beginning of the show. Yeah, I wore it for over twenty years. It I was, wore it, it during month of stunts. Yep, it was the bear mascot for the station that it was Kiss one hundred. one hundred. It was and before we, MMR we or used, before Y one hundred. I'm sorry. We used it for all sorts of stunts where yeah. you would wear it as instead of an actual protective helmet, yeah. you wore this dumb bear well, head, a for, pink bear head. I left. The, I was always. I always wore a lacrosse helmet, and then. That one particular day, I had to ride my bike through a, a sheet of glass. I left the lacrosse helmet at home. So I got, I got the, the bear helmet from the basement, and, you know, there you go. The rest is history. Yes. I've made this suggestion a number of times. Just take a picture of it. No, There's no need to keep it. Um, I told Nick this. Did you take I, a picture of all your Beanie Babies? or uh, My Beanie Babies are long gone yet now. No, I thought they were still at your parents' house. No, my parents moved. They threw them out when they moved. But um, when we, uh, I woke up, I told Nick on Saturday morning, and I was like, oh, damn it, I forgot that bear head. He's going to move it into the new office. <laughs> and he did. And he did. I came in Monday morning, whatever. We came back Tuesday. There it was, sitting on the desk. The problem is... It like, is so, so old and ratty. It's old and ratty. I would love to see if somebody could refurb it. Well, I don't know. You're two things. Why. It needs to be refurbed. No and, it, yeah. and you need to have the pink eye removed. Yeah, uh, the pink eye removed. But, like... So it was in a section of the office that didn't bother anybody. Yeah. Right? It was up in the upper corner. Yeah. yeah. And now we it, don't and, have that. And, and we and, and it won't fit. There's nowhere I can shove it. In case, rip the ear off of it and keep one of them, and there yeah. you go. Mm. You like a, a bullfight. You have a little piece of it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> well, anyhow, it's been a bit of a chore, uh, and we're still working on it, all of it. And I saw this, speaking of chores... And household responsibilities, uh, Yelp did a survey. They asked 2,000 Americans 
with partners uh, split evenly between men and women, how chores affect their relationships, and more specifically, which chores they look forward to the least. Okay, so the ones that you absolutely detest. All right. According to the survey, the average chore-doing respondent can spend up to 690 hours a year on housework, and this comes out to a little over 13 hours per week. Uh, with respondents estimating their time to be worth an average of $64, who uh, those who do their own chores are spending over $44,000 worth of their own time on housework per year. Huh. Per the survey, 80% of chore-doing respondents said that they have disagreements about housework, and of that group, one-fifth say the disagreements happen frequently. More specifically, couples seem to be most at odds with each other over details like when to actually do housework, how to do it, who should do it, whether or not to hire a professional, and how good of a job their cleaning pro is doing if hired. All um, right, interesting. Yeah, so there's a lot of different uh, parameters so, to this. I know that the the arguing over whether or not to hire somebody, like I know almost all of my friends, we've had this conversation where they've ha- gotten to an argument about that. It's an unnecessary expense, but it's... <laughs> No, I mean, I mean this in a nice way. Like, it's one of those luxuries to have that when you have it, you're, it's great. You know, when you have somebody to help clean, but when, but it's it's expensive to hire somebody to come over and do your house. But a lot of times, the husbands are saying, "Well, no, you can do it." Like you said, you can do it. It's an unnecessary expense. Where the wives are saying, "It's not unnecessary. It is <laughs> necessary." I'm at work all day. I don't want to come home and then have to clean the house. Yeah, yeah. So, so it's, it's, a, it's a different dynamic, and a lot, a lot, a lot. A lot, a lot I'm going to sing a lot. Uh, there, a lot of people will use the uh, the the situation where they'll have someone come in like every two weeks and reset yeah, the house, yeah, yeah. and that's that's how it's done. But it, uh, it allows you to do other stuff. Like yes. When you have somebody to come over to help with anything, yeah. know, cutting the grass, like if you hire a neighborhood kid or a lawn service or whatever, <laughs> or, or you have somebody come and clean your house, it allows you to get to the other stuff that you wouldn't get to otherwise. Do you right. know it's taking off now? And it's it, I don't want to go off the rails here, Preston, with this, because I think this is interesting and in how chores break down and how couples fight over it and, and all of that stuff. But I was reading a story about there's this new, I think it's called Task. Um, and it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's basically like a Uber and Lyft for around the house chores. Like really, you base, I need th- somebody to move these 200 bags of sand or whatever the hell. <laughs> right. And you go on this boom and you have somebody there to do it. They've yeah. already been pre-vetted and that you've seen these, right? You know where I saw it, Steve, on uh, Villanova's college campus, because people will hire themselves out yeah. saying I'm available via this task app. To come over and babysit, cut for the grass, anything, whatever, for, for anything, anything yeah, that yeah. you need. I I need someone to to paint up there or yep. whatever. That's what the service is for. How do you know you're getting somebody who's qualified? You to don't. Do that you do. That's a good question. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, of course, with anything, as with Lyft and Uber, they 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 uh, they say that they've been vetted or that they've checked them or you. I you know you. I, I don't know how much they've been vetted, but my you wife would, would hire because so my wife does the taxes in our household. It is a chore when we file an extension. She's doing it right now. And the papers and everything is all over the place. She used to hire one of our interns here, Devin Clark, former intern here. She would every year have her come and help her go through yeah. paperwork and receipts and give her some cash to do it. I'm like, that's a great idea. You know, there's a person who's young and needs some money. And this is a, yeah. a lot of busy work. Pay him a few bucks, help you out, you know. Well, maybe now just hire a, a co-ed from Villanova. You could yeah. do that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you could do that. Um, so what are the chores that you hate doing the most? Out of all the things around the house, is there anything in particular? Uh, let's start with that, you. That would you would rank. My, my number one that I hate to do, yeah. laundry. 
Oh, we've I talked hate about this. Doing laundry, can't you, stand it. You almost threw down with your daughter over laundry. Oh my god, over oh, socks, socks specifically. Oh, yeah. What's with the socks? I know. I freaked out. <laughs> I was. I, don't you I give you. me that visco girl look? The demon came out, man, because she was just. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. And I'm like, we're all doing it. We're all okay. doing it. We all have to do it together. I know, but I don't. And it went on, and I'm just like, wait, I don't want to do this either. We have to do it. Ball up the socks now. Ball them up now. You don't understand. I don't want to do it either. We have to do it. So anyway, laundry's my number one. Uh, Case, I remember your mountain and you were dying on it. That, that was over laundry, but you've gotten over that. Well, no, because I, I just I do my own laundry and all the other stuff is just uh, I, I don't even I don't even touch it anymore. I just do mine. Uh, there, listen, I feel like I do enough stuff around the house that uh, that is my stuff that nobody else has to do. Nobody else has to ask me to do. Oh, you know, do you think you're going to um, uh, indoctrinate any of your kids, Seamus in particular, to do the lawn at some point when they get old enough? I, I don't know. Not the girls can't cut the grass, but it's uh, often no, because falls. my yeah, my my wife cut the grass when she was uh, did she? Yeah, well, d- we'll be hitting her. That's why you found love with her. Yeah, <laughs> I'm a grass cutter. No, yeah. she didn't cut. Oh the, my god! Not uh, as long as we've been married, she never cut the grass. Okay. But when she was growing up, like that was. That was her job at the house. But, like, I cut the grass. I take out the, the trash and, uh, you know, uh, so you rocking and doing? rolling. What do I hate? I, I actually don't like doing anything, Kathy. Um, I, <laughs> well, I hate it all. You're saying you're self-actualized. You're Does self-actualized and will do certain things, right? Yeah, yeah. And you don't have to be asked to do those. Yeah. So we've reached a point in our house, Preston, where. Um, you have your certain jobs? I just do them. Yeah. You just do them. Uh, I just do them. She does hers. I don't. I don't ever do laundry. Uh, she does. She does the laundry. Uh, I will bring down my hamper. That's my thing. <laughs> now I have to say, R- Rochelle washes all the clothes. I'm just talking about folding them uh, and putting them away. She folds them as well. Oh well, that's awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, no, I, I. But it's just the two of us. Yeah. Uh, you know, the, yeah, the there's cats, five of us. We yeah. stopped putting the cats in clothing a while ago. Right. <laughs> it was too, it was too annoying. Right. I've thankfully handed over the trash detail to my sons. That has gone away. I don't do that anymore. I'm Thank all trash God. all the time. In fact, I, it drives me. You know, I remember that thing you were talking about, about the mountain building. You were trying to make a statement and let it build up and it, it overflow. And they just mm-hmm. left it. It gets three quarters <laughs> filled. And I'm like, I don't like the... The, the garbage goes out, uh, you remove it immediately, the recycle bin removed. I like it clean. I look. What like- about the dishwasher? That's what I hate. I hate emptying the dishwasher. Emptying it. I can fill it. And I, I know some people who's the same way. I had a friend who actually wouldn't even use her dishwasher because she just hate- hated the act of emptying oh. the dishwasher. She would hand wash everything. I okay. I don't, hand, I don't always hand wash everything, but if... If it's doable, like if the sink is not overflowing, I prefer to hand wash than to put it in the dishwasher. Mainly to avoid unloading to the dishwasher. We are currently in that zone, Preston. All we right. have a dishwasher, yet the, the dishes are all hand washed. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I don't mind most uh, division of chores. I think I, I, mean, I think we've, we've divided them up pretty well. But when I hate doing, and I don't have to do it that often, but I, when I do have to do it, I hate it, is the kitty litter. I can't oh, stand yeah. the hell to. Well, yeah. and that's, so that's <laughs> why I brought it up. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So uh, now we we've added additional boxes around the house. So, all right, we have. You've got to have about fifteen at this point. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, uh, thir- thirteen. Okay. Thirteen boxes. Clean twice Jeez. a day. Clean yeah. twice a day. Do you do it every time? So I do uh, in during the week because I'm not going to do it before I come into work. I do it. Uh, I do it in the evening. And then on the weekends, I do it in the morning, and we, we reverse. But um, I have to say, though, 
It's down to such a science, and this is that's not, good. They were an advertiser, so I can say it. The Arm and Hammer, yeah, <laughs> Kitty Litter. I'm like, woo, 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 yeah, and, and zipping right through. But it is, it would drive most people nuts. I don't have to do it because my mom takes care of it. Like that's nobody nice. even <laughs> the lady no. in the basement. No, it's supposed to be. Don't say that. Uh, my uh, my uh, um, daughter is supposed to do it. Mm. My daughter is supposed to be the one that uh, that takes care of the, the, the kitty litter, but she doesn't have to because my mom just does it. I don't hate it doing it. Like it's kind of like a little treasure hunt. Oh, yeah. God, I hate it. Yeah. Mm. That's one of the chores that this I. This one has toffee in it. That's one of the chores that's on Jace's list. I'm teaching him that he uh, they're his cats. He's got to empty the cat litter. Yeah, you know, I loved my cats dearly, but that was the main reason I was happy when they were dead. <laughs> was I didn't have didn't to unload that litter. goddamn litter box. Yeah. Did you en- You would scoop it, right? You wouldn't empty the, the, the thing every day, right? No, you scoop it. Yeah. Now, now you just have to clean up uh, dead rabbit carcasses that are Yeah, that together. are chewed <laughs> up by my lovely little dogs. Um, but uh, how about... Uh, so... I'll give you the the uh, the results of this survey that was done. It was two thousand people. Uh, so number five on this list of worst chores you would least like to do. Right, uh, cooking meals and grocery shopping. Well, yeah, we don't do that. We we, we will do grocery shopping. There's, <laughs> I hate even though you, we, you don't cook meals, not a lot. You mainly eat out every day. Well, or it's uh, we do. Um, Caviar, or, 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 or I, I pick up stuff. Well, that's, that's what I mean. You, yeah. you guys aren't making it yourself. Not a lot. No. Uh, we like to pretend we do. Sweeping and vacuuming is number four on the I list. don't mind. I get a little bit of pleasure out of vacuuming and hearing uh, <laughs> the, whatever's on the floor get sucked up by the vacuum. You, uh, you clean that off sound? The, the sound. I do. Yeah. So, Kathy, I, I have. Do. I have those little, uh, the, the, like the uh, the Dyson. The Dyson. I have those. So too. I have them on every floor, oh, and then by my the kitty letters, and it's just awesome. Uh, doing, or I'm sorry, cleaning the bathroom is number oh, three on this worst list. Ever. Is that your least favorite? Yes, yeah. Okay. I think so. Uh, including the sink, toilet, and shower. <laughs> toilet. I, I, like whatever's behind the toilet. <laughs> I, Stays I just, there? No, no. It's like I, Las Vegas. No, I have to get it, but it's just <laughs> like, oh, it's like dried from yeah. uh, two weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what, I, I, what makes me appreciate my childhood even more is being a homeowner and adult in my household because there are things that happen in my Where house. Where my children play with their toys. Where <laughs> things that happen in my house that that never happened or probably I just never saw right. in, in my house growing it's, up. It's been visited now upon you for all your years of infractions. So, like, I don't. Ever recall my toilet uh, at home growing up getting like scum in it? Yeah, right? it was always clean, but like that's because somebody always cleaned it, and and now like that it's up to me to make sure that the toilet bowl is always clean in my in my bathroom. The magical scum fairy would come along. <laughs> yes, right. Yeah, it's, yeah I mean, get rid of it. And as it turns out, it's the same scum fairy that uh, is the kid or, uh, kitty litter box. My fairy, yeah. My mother did a strike one time, went on strike, you know, and uh-huh. uh, oh my God, I can only think. I, I was assuming that some. Preston, I thought like the, the disease that left the CDC in the stand, I, I, I'm sure that was going to leave our house. Because there was, I mean, it was horrific and it really made us take stock of all that, that it doesn't happen magically. Uh, number two on this list of least favorite chore to do is doing laundry, which is, that's my number one. And then. No, so you, you find it therapeutic, right, Nick? Oh, I love it. Yeah. That's, I'm, Some I'm, people wow. do. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm really good at it. Yeah. <laughs> it's one of my only skills. 
Um, but yeah, I handle all the laundry. And uh, do you fold it? It says here you do laundry. Yeah, put the top of the resume. Of your skills. Yeah, Kathy, uh, soup to nuts. <laughs> okay. Yeah, beginning and end, folding, putting away. You know, my son's stuff, my girlfriend's stuff, my stuff. Uh, I fold her panties. <laughs> so that's number. I two. even put them on occasionally. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Wait, do you? You fold each one? I'm a pretty girl. Yeah, you can't not fold them. Oh, good. Sure you can. Yeah. I'm a pretty girl. <laughs> no, I can't not fold them. What's that now? I have to fold the panties. No, yeah. I... So, so you uh, I. You do that yourself. You're not requested to do that, but you need. No, yes, it's the OCD nature in my okay. my brain right. that like everything has to be folded, sure. everything has to be put away. Fold yeah, the, the panties idea. over here, boss. Fold yeah. the panties, drag line. <laughs> <laughs> do you guys fold your underwear? No, no, I don't see the point at all. You're right. I do. Uh, um, it's asinine, but I do it yeah. anyway. It's one it's, fold. It's, it's, it's one wa- fold. It's wasted time. To I make. thought your wife did your laundry. No, she well, she when she brings it up to I have to ah uh, no put I it made, away right I put it away yes okay. and I got my method okay okay yeah. I don't think laundry is not washing and drying laundry is folding it's folding yeah yeah washing, washing and drying, drying is easy it's so easy there's a machine yes yeah yes. yeah you throw it in you put the stuff in hit the yeah. button good to go not beating it against the rock at the <laughs> river side, right you know <laughs> right right. Uh, yeah, but I, I don't see the point in folding underwear. Uh, and then number one on this list is washing the dishes and cleaning the kitchen. Least favorite mm. chore. And one that uh, that couples argue about as well. I think my OCD, though, in, in a lot of levels has kicked in on, on that stuff. Because I there are certain things I do not, you know, it's so stupid. I mean, what the hell has happened that I, that I, I give a rat's ass about, you know, like water stains on the counter and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I, I hate it. So, like the vacuuming, I also get a little bit of enjoyment out of cleaning the kitchen. Like, not on my hands and knees scrubbing, but once everything, the dishes are put away and all of that, wiping down the counters, and then you look at the kitchen, you're like, oh, did you pristine now. Did you ever have a filthy yeah. period? Uh, no, no, oh not my like medical period, like a, a time in your life when you were... Uh, <laughs> <So> filthy periods. <laughs> it's like once yes. a month. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's all filthy and a nightmare. Uh, uh, a time in your life where you were uh, just, just a slob. Steve, yeah, never. Really? Okay. I, I even as a kid, no, nope. My college <laughs> room was completely clean. There was never anything wow. on the floor. I feel like the, either you are or you're not. Do you, you, you know, know what? what? My, I, I feel that my my youngest brother is awful. He is disgusting. Right. There's just crap <laughs> everywhere. Um, and I feel like maybe he got that from my mom. Although my mom's house is perfectly fine, but I think that that bit of personality had to have come from her and I think I got you Did know, you get from that dad. from her or Janice Joplin? Well, and I got mine from, which is why we're different. Yeah. I want, uh, real quick, because we're going to talk about a couple things, but I want Bonnie to hang on the line. Don't hang up, Bonnie, because I'm going to come to your call real quick. Listen to this. So this is a text that says, Chores. After 20 years of arguing with my son to take out the trash each and every week, we gave him an option. Pay $200 a month or take out the trash. Wow. He pays? He opted to pay the $200. Oh wow, that is extremely lazy. Yeah. Holy, oh my, oh my God. <laughs> I used to think I was, that is the, uh, okay, that guy takes the cake. Yep, he wins. Holy crap. Kathy, I want to ask you a question yeah. because you vacuum all the time. I don't mind vacuuming. However, every single time I do vacuum, uh, it, it, it's clogged. And and I've now become a Dyson and vacuum technician. I've taken <laughs> I, I, I've taken everything apart and and it just bothers me. I'm not sure who is responsible for this. I have my suspicions. It's probably my wife. Uh, who <laughs> probably the other person that vacuums doesn't like. What? Will just vacuum over big things, you know, like Nerf darts, Nerf balls, kids' socks. Like you, you yeah. gotta you pick do- all. You gotta pick all the big stuff off the ground. <laughs> 
first. Yes. And then you vacuum. I'm with you. Okay. Right. Okay. Sorry, I just had to get that off my chest. <laughs> yeah, 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 because okay. clearly. I, I can't I can't start to vacuum unless I have to take it freaking apart every single time. That's annoying. So that's that's why I don't like vacuuming. Well And I'm also the only one in the household who has uh, learned how to uh, use the rug shampooer. My wife is the smartest person in the whole house. She's like, I don't know how to work it. I'm like, well, you're so smart. Figure it out. <laughs> I'm, Wait, I'm, how often do you shampoo your rugs? Uh, you know, enough. Like, are enough. They... Well, so when the dog throws up on the carpet. Oh, right, right, Because right. they don't. When the bee stings. No, what, <laughs> because <laughs> the dogs <laughs> never throw up on the. Hardwood. Hardwood or the <laughs> yeah. or, uh, the tile. No, they go find that one little piece right. of carpet. Can, like, Casey. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Casey, uh, because of that very thing with, with, te- with you know. <laughs> All of our zoo of cats, now nine cats yes. in the house. Uh, you're right. They will find one, whatever. If you just put down a, a piece of fabric, a swatch, they will find it. Now, now, that's why our entire house is hardwood, yeah. you rad bastards. By the way, Casey, going to, going to the, uh, you know, picking up the things before you, yeah. uh, before you vacuum. I, I had the issue with Rochelle for a while. I don't, I don't even pay attention if she does anymore. But cleaning up the kitchen, I, you would always do the floors last. Because everything that goes on the floor, every, everything mm-hmm. from the counter ends up on the floor, and then you sweep up, right. and then you're done with that. It, but she would do it in reverse, and it used to drive me crazy. I'm like, you're you're have you have to do this twice now. Yes, just do it, it once. It does, if you do it in this order. This is a conversation we've had so many times. However, it does speak to core issues in relationships, especially oh, yeah. when you're living in close proximity. You know, I had the thing the other day. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, we use this radio show as therapy. I love this. I go in, Preston. Discussions. (laughs) There's pieces of chicken on a plate up on the counter. Next to that, there's some other food right out there. You have ten cats in the house. Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, my God. It's like the line at the DMV. They're all waiting to get up there. I'm like, so I have to to go. (laughs) And Mm. (laughs) oh. just gonna get this over into the garbage so that the cats don't get it. Because I can't listen. You know how you pick your battles. Still, she puts up with stuff. You always have to course. remember that she's dealing with something that she's going around going. Oh. No. <laughs> oh, I, came, I came to the realization the other day that I'm just like I'm. This one I'm never going to win. I'm no, done. no, I'm done. I just got to deal with it. The trick know? is to do it to take care of it though, where it's not caught, where it's not like it's a it's an a you know an indictment. I've. I've only said, you know, maybe 50 times that if you overload the dishwasher that the dishes don't get clean. Yeah. I've said it. And over and over. It's, over. it's, it's never going to sink in. Nope. So I'm done with that. Hey, what, on, what the, you... on the flip side of the coin, big boots. Big boots. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And what, yeah. Right. Yeah. what temperature right. do you use to cook eggs, Preston? Low. Low. Okay, Low. <laughs> they Low. need to be cooked delicately. Right. Okay. Anyway. So, so Casey, yeah. um... There's that line in the in Bill Cosby himself where he's like, "We are dumb, but we're not so dumb." You know, he talks about screwing up the household chores. Do you mm-hmm. think there's a chance your wife is smart enough to sabotage her skills mm. to not have to do these chores every time? No, she just has refused to learn how to. And, and by the way, the rug shampooer is not that confusing. I mean, right. it really isn't. Let me tell you something. I've told, I've told her a hundred times: you only need half a sedative to knock the girl out. Yeah. And any time, you know, well, they're your dogs. I'm like, well, they're they're our dogs. Yes, they, we all uh, live together. They, they, we all live together. Um, but the dog 
Reggie yacked on the uh, rug on Sunday morning. But thank God they give you the warning. It's the... And I heard him, and I cried. He was under the... He was... There was one rug in the whole freaking house, and he found it, and my son was at the table. I'm like, dude, grab a Frisbee. Grab a Frisbee and, and put it under his mouth. Like, do something so I don't have to shampoo, because I don't have the rug shampoo. Or I want to play Frisbee. <laughs> <laughs> and we ended up chasing him, and, and we were able to catch the vomit in the Frisbee, and then we just kind of threw it away. All right. I, I want to go to Bonnie. I told her to hang on because she's got an interesting scenario about her and her husband. Now, Bonnie, how you doing, Bonnie? Good morning. You guys rock. Thank Yay! you. Now, it says here you hate cleaning the bathroom. Understood. Yeah. I understand that. But you and your husband fight over something, but it's not who has to do the chore. It's who gets to do the chore. Right. We both love to mow the lawn because we have a rider mower, and he... If I get on the rider mower, that means he's got to weed whack and do the, the, the push oh. mower. And he gets mad because he doesn't get a chance to do the rider mower. I love it. <laughs> yeah, rider motors are fun. That's they they are. And uh, if you have that and you can get on it first, that's my dad. Now, dad always can pick the, the yard chores, but he would always pick the... Um, the fun electrical tool stuff, and we'd have to clean up the mess. Right. So it's kind of the same dynamic going on with you. Yeah, and I, we pay for a cleaning service because we both work long hours, and it is so worth the eighty dollars every two weeks. So worth it. Honestly, because a lot of yeah. times you just can't. And Thanks, if you're buddy. the things that you hate to do, you know, it's isn't this weird? Whoever figures in life, you'll talk about who we have to clean the windows every you know, I know. And, and, and then you and, and it doesn't matter what age you are. If you have your own place and you're trying to keep it from falling into disarray, or yeah. I mean, for Christ's sake, you know. I always had orderly apartments and things like that throughout my life, but I there were times when I just wouldn't do like standard, you know, like shampooing a rug or something. I never did that. Mm-hmm. The biohazard that was the rug was unbelievable. This was it forever. Yeah, I got a text in all caps from your wife, Preston. Oh no! <laughs> oh, boy. It says, "Oh my God, it was one effing time in our second apartment." What? I don't know. I don't know. That's all it says. Oh, the the crumbs uh, wiping down the counter. Oh, the ca- maybe the counter. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess I I don't pay it. I don't think she does it anymore. But it, it was an issue for a little while. Oh, okay. oh, she used to get really pissed off at me. One of the biggest fights we ever had was I would warm up the oven. I would heat up the yeah. oven um, if we were going to cook something, and we used to just keep our pans in the oven. And sometimes I would forget to take those out right, and right, heat right. them up, and and oh, so yeah. she would get livid with me about that. And I'm like, "Am I ruining these pans <laughs> that are made to be put in the oven anyway? They're just hot. I'll take them out. They'll cool off in ten minutes." But that was a thing. But it was a that thing. was her thing. Did yeah. she call you so, like a, an effing idiot or something I like think that? Those were the words. <laughs> uh-huh. No, no. How effing stupid are you? <laughs> That's the quote. I, I need to, I need to put that on a. Plaques, <laughs> t-shirt. What was me? Uh, but I'll I'll get the other. I'll get the. Let me do that. Okay. Uh, yeah. Let right. me do that, and, like, yeah. and I'll be like, I can I can do this. Yeah, let me do that. Mm. Uh, am I not doing it? Well, no, you're doing just fine, and I get that. And I know I know I'm not doing it to the standard. Yeah. And but you got to pick your battles because you know for everything you're getting pissed off about, you're pissing. Your well, that's, partner off that's about. the thing. So these things, you know, I mean, listen, we've learned to cope with them, these little issues that we have. But things like chores, this is why, uh, you know, I'll go against whatever the church says that, that you need to get married before you live together. But you need to live together 
and find out this stuff before you decide to get married because some people can't put up with it. Yeah. I, it honestly, I I agree. I, I'm, we lived in sin. Because the truth of the matter is, I think it's a good litmus test, and especially for people who've never lived out of the house. Oh, my God. You need to find these things out. So speaking of sin, um, every time we talk about this type of thing, uh, we'll get at least a few texts where people will say they will, uh, the girls will offer up some type of sexual favor right. uh, for getting chores done. Essentially, that's prostitution, right? Like. I mean, early, early I mean, prostitution dating is prostitution, involved, yeah. bro. Okay. <laughs> dating, I mean, you're, you're take out for dinner. and I'm not saying yeah. I disagree with this. Yeah. I'm just yeah, well, curious. There's a reason why it's the oldest uh, <laughs> occupation. All right. Well, keep that in mind. I didn't even get to this other part that, that would uh, be a part of this conversation. is something that's called chore play. And we don't really have time to talk about it right now. Oh, Ooh, I'm going to wash the dishes. Well, it's, it's exchanging chores for sex. Oh, so there you go. Yeah, did you? I'm sorry. Yeah, I, was, yeah. I was looking at the text messages. I was so. basically asking, what's the difference between doing that and prostitution? Okay, yeah. So, chore play yeah. is, is apparently the, the cute little name that they've given that. I'm fine with it. All right, fair enough. All right, try that it out. You know, if, you, if you've never tried it, channel is really good. Channel. Channel. you got to be in the mood. Yeah. All right, anyhow. I'd have a discussion amongst your yourselves out there today I, about this. Or don't and just do what you're doing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can do that, too. All right, let's take a quick break and come back in a second, because when we return, we have a concert announcement yeah. to make. And uh, we have bizarre file stories to get to as well. And the Back to School A to Z. We'll be back in a second. Stay with us. What's new? Glad you asked. Disturbed. Revivalists. Motionless and white. New music. More of everything that rocks. On 93.3 WMMR. Before we get to the Bizarre File, we have a concert announcement. This one is a big deal. It is. The reason, the main reason it's a big deal is because it is this person's final tour. It's their farewell tour. And the final stop on this very last tour is taking place in Philadelphia. And it's he's a legend. Uh, the show will be Friday, November 1st at Wells Fargo Center. And I'll give you the on-sale ticket information for Bob Seger and the Silver Bullet Band. Wow. So he is hanging it up. I I was actually shocked when I heard this would be the last stop. You, I, I would have figured um, Detroit. Detroit. Yeah. yeah, I agree, Steve. He's, he's a Motor City guy. Yeah, but the final stop on the tour is going to be here in Philadelphia at the Wells Fargo Center, and uh, tickets go on sale Saturday the fourteenth. So that is, is that a week from this Saturday? Yeah. It's a great song. Now, there's a pre-sale. Oh, man, what do you hear? It's, it's not just that. It's song after song after song after song. I'll, I'll roll through some of these while I'm passing the information along. Uh, but tickets go on sale Saturday, the 14th at 10 a.m. via wellsfargocenterphilly.com. And there's a pre-sale on the 12th, so a week from today. Uh, and that will be while supplies last. Now, you got to use the password, which is radio. Uh, so, hey, is this, uh, this is Nick's song. It's a great song, regardless <laughs> regardless of Nick's poor choice of frat party songs. Yeah, exactly. In, in the right frame, this, yes. is, this is a beautiful Seducing beautiful someone, song. yes. Yeah. 
Uh, so the tickets go on sale Saturday, but uh, the pre-sale will be a week from today. While supplies last, use the password radio. And then listen to Brent Porsche, who will be in for Pierre the week of the 9th through the 13th. And he will have a chance for you to win tickets uh, before they go on sale. So the complete details are available at uh, WMMR.com on the concert page. So Another great song. Yeah. Uh, you know it's off this album that I love, too? The song Main Street? That's one of my favorites. Yeah. So good. The the guitar sound in that song. Yeah. Do we have Main Street in the system? I doubt we do. Yeah, no, I, I think we do. I've heard uh, Pierre play it on uh, Workforce Blocks before, but um, don't have it there in front of you? Well, we got this one. Yeah. Of course. Classic. Uh, so that is that is going to be a night of sing-along. I mean, you will you will sing along to every single song that you hear on so stage. So usually a lot of times with this, when they are ending the tour, they make provisions to have a, a guest or two come up. I'm not saying that'll happen, but you don't know, right? Yeah, yeah. It's kind of a momentous occasion. Hang on, Casey. I'm I'm sorry. I'm no, I know, no but problem. you're touching the screen, so I can't I can't move. Play rock and roll. Never I'm forgets. trying. I'm trying. Thank you. That's one I'd like to have I, you I, 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 to pull up and put into this. Is I can't do this manually. So well, I have I have there, actually there have a, a, a. There we go. Uh, there's a song after song after song that uh, that you're gonna love for this show. So once again, it's called the Roll Me Away Tour. The final tour and the final stop on the tour will be Friday, November first. At the Wells Fargo Center. It's on a Friday night, too. That's awesome. Uh, so tickets on sale the 19th. It's a Saturday at 10 a.m. via Wells Fargo Center, Philly.com. But there is a pre-sale Thursday the 12th uh, through Friday the 13th at 5 p.m. While supplies last, use the password radio. And then uh, Brent's going to have your chance to win those tickets when so, he's in for Pierre that week. One of my favorite albums is that American Storm album, yeah. you know, that, which is a, a great song. It has Like a Rock, which yep. is, it was co-opted for, uh, I guess Chevy used it or whatever. Yeah, but, they did. Uh, it is, uh, it's a great song. And as a lyricist. Lakes on there, too. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, just, a, a, you know, and, and he's actually been, Springsteen mentions Seeger as as a, a great songwriter, you know. And, and so this is, this is cool. Yep, absolutely. So uh, information available, concert page WMMR.com. Let's do the Bizarre Five. Now, bizarre. WMMR presents bizarre. Kristen and Steve's Bizarre, bizarre Five. Alright, here we go. An armed group of people rushed the door of a Popeye's chicken restaurant in Southeast Houston on Monday night demanding chicken sandwiches. There you go. It's pandemonium. Police were called to the restaurant just after 9 p.m. Employees said a mob of two women and three men and a baby. That's a mob? Yeah, that's what they're calling it. <laughs> okay, all right. We're told at the drive-thru... That's a movie with Tom Selleck. ...that the chicken sandwiches were sold out, but that apparently triggered the would-be customers, and that's when police said that they got tired, and they went inside the restaurant. One man had a gun, but a restaurant worker was able to lock them out. All the while, the group left the baby inside their vehicle. Uh, it seems laughable, but some people who live in the area, along with Popeye's customers, say they don't find anything funny about the incident. Hey, no- hey, ho, ho, me, the two other people, and the baby are not going to go. <laughs> New injuries. No injuries were reported. Police said the man with the gun is being described as having small dreadlocks, tattoos on his face, and was seen wearing a black shirt and red sleeves. And It's Post Malone. Hoping that the uh, surveillance camera caught the footage of that. Uh, a young woman. Now, I've got like three interesting gun stories in a row. This one's terrible. A young woman uh, comes home from college to surprise her mom. 
But that surprise turned into horror when her mother thought it was an intruder in the house and oh, no. shot her <gasps> own daughter. Oh, man. Uh, she was not killed, fortunately. The For the 18-year-old college student, it was uh, the most innocent of intentions. But on the flip side, for her mother in the house alone, she became frightened and took measures to protect herself. Uh, the mother, who had a valid uh, concealed carry permit, even though uh, she was in her own house, was startled by some noises that she heard in the kitchen or hallway area. She stated that the bedroom door opened where she was at, and she had a gun readily available, and she fired around at someone coming through the door. Firefighters responded to the call along with police and saw the 18-year-old victim being walked down the driveway. Uh, she had the area of her right bicep wrapped in a towel and was covered in blood. She shot her in the arm. Uh, the mother was clearly distraught, only realizing that it was her daughter who was shot after she fired the thirty-eight special. Uh, detectives found the revolver laying on the floor in the bedroom next to the bed. Mm. Uh, the police are recommending that you announce yourself. That would help. If there's uh, somebody that has a gun in the house. I'm blank and I have a gun. Yeah. Uh, a Now, here's another gun story, but this one is a little bit more. It's not an accident. A, a past, well, sort of. A <laughs> pastor's wife in West Virginia has been charged with reckless endangerment after allegedly firing a gun in a church church parking lot. Melinda Fry Tony is accused of pulling out a pistol that accidentally discharged during an argument with another pastor's wife at New Life Apostolic Church. Uh, Tony is the wife of New Life Pastor Earl Tony, while the other woman, Lori Haywood, is married to New Life's youth pastor, David Haywood. Oh, when pastor's wives throw down, man. The detective, Ken Willis, said the animosity between the two women had been simmering for some time. Mm-hmm. The husbands had thought that the women should publicly bury the hatchet to avoid additional strife. Oh, I'll bury the hatchet. Willis said the pastor and the youth pastor had thought, you know, maybe we could get them together. We can hash this out and fix this before it escalates. <laughs> of course, it just made it worse. Sure. Uh, the straw that broke the camel's back was apparently an argument over a T-shirt that Haywood was wearing. Now, I don't know what was written on it, though. Haywood would only say we had a disagreement, and when we sat down to talk, I called her out, and she lost it. Uh, Melinda walked out of the church during the disagreement, went to her car in the parking lot, grabbed her handgun. This is a church! A church. (laughs) Realizing what she had intended, Earl followed her outside. Go get her, Earl! (laughs) Pastor Tony intercepted his wife before she was able to come back inside the church and attempted to wrestle the gun out of her hand. What's with the T-shirt? Is that a pocket? Uh, The woman fired a single shot during the struggle, but nobody was hurt. Haywood, who was leaving the church when the gun discharged, called the police and told them that she was Tony's intended target. Ladies, ladies. And the department reviewed parking lot surveillance video but could not determine whether the pistol was aimed at Haywood before it was fired. Uh, Mrs. Tony owned the handgun legally with a concealed carry permit. So I would love to find out what was on that shirt that yeah, set her off. Me too. Here's a follow-up story from yesterday. Thousands of people are roasting an Australian vegan who took her neighbors to court over the smell of meat and fish from their barbecue by planning... A massive cookout right outside of her house. This story took off, man. Scylla Cardin made headlines this week for her legal battle in which she claimed uh, the odors from her neighbor's barbecues had destroyed her quality of life. Now more than 3,000 people are planning to attend a cookout outside her Perth home. Well, as you kind of pointed out yesterday, she is a, a chronic complainer. Yeah. She complains about the kids playing. She complains yeah. about everything. 
Uh, now, it was organized on a Facebook page called Community Barbecue for Scylla Carden. <laughs> it said, don't let Scylla destroy a good old Aussie tradition. Join us for a community barbecue and help Scylla Carden get some pork on her fork. Uh, the barbecue is scheduled for October 19th. Vegans are not welcome, the page says. Uh, Carden's legal battle with her neighbors began last year. Her complaint was tossed out of court earlier this year, and she filed an appeal. The appeal was also rejected in July, but she has vowed to keep fighting. So, they Yeah, my guess is it's only going to get worse now. Oh, now the vegans are yeah, going to yeah, have yeah. a, a oh, counter, yeah. so we'll It'll see. be like the sharks and the jets. There you go, and that's what I have in the bizarre file for you this morning. All right, we're going to take a break. I'd like to get two ladies on board for Kathy's Bitch Box Part 3. It's the Preston and Steve sorority party. Coming up on September 19th is a Thursday night, and we we will be at Harris, Philadelphia. You get the box, you get a fashion show, all us girls get to hang together. Us Our girls. favorites, honestly. It's uh, the greatest sorority in the history of sororities. 6 to 8 p.m. So we'll take callers 15 and 16 at 215-263-WMMR right now. And there's a couple of things that are happening uh, prior to the box. So Hey Honey is one of the contributors, and they're, they've actually given a 20% off coupon to anybody who enters Bitch Box at their website. That'll go until the end of October. So when you get your box, you try your product. If you like it, uh, you can still buy at the discount. Renee James Boutique in Havertown, they're doing the fashion show. We're getting set. The girls are heading over to the boutique and trying clothes on. Uh, Elsie in Warrington, Yami Bites, Marinella Jewelry, all of these people uh, contributing to the box. So thanks so much. By the way, the the, the last one, the the little selections of uh, best tasting little morsels uh, that you had were really good. They were little food. The, like, yeah, they had the like, yummy bites. Yeah, yeah. and those they were, were good. like healthy ones too. Right? Yeah, right. They're gluten free, dairy, and soy free. They're on the go snacks. They come in like a little pack. Yeah. Um, yeah. So she has something special for us this year. And then if you're not into healthy stuff, we've got Carney's cookies too. Ugh. They are delicious. Okay. Absolutely All right. delicious. Delish. Delish. Guys. Delish. All right. As we dish with our girls. All right. We're going to take a break. We'll come back in a moment. A little bit later on, comedian uh, Luanel is going to be here, who's going to be at uh, Helium Comedy Club. We'll uh, take a break. More of the A to Z on the way as well. Stay with us. Love MMR? Buy some beer. Check out the rock shop at WMMR.com. Snazzy. Diamond jewelry doesn't have to be expensive. Have fun buying jewelry for someone you love and don't hate the price you pay. Feel the difference online at IHateStevenSinger.com with free shipping. Buy real diamonds from a real jeweler. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Thank you, Kathy. Uh, You guys hungry? Yeah! Want to uh, see what the connoisseur's been up to lately? It's time for the connoisseur. Mm -hmm. He gets all the best tables in town, knows all the best places to eat, and has all the information you need about food. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna, I'm gonna start with one that's not really a food story. It's a picture that Casey posted on Instagram yesterday, but but there's a food element to it. Apparently, he saw a truck somewhere, and I guess the back window was off of it. So to replace that window. This owner decided to use boxes from Hungry Man, you know, uh, uh, TV dinners, essentially. <laughs> really? Yeah. Yes. And taped them all. <laughs> Where was that? Okay. It was not in Delco. I am shocked. Not. I, know, I know. And uh, I wouldn't normally do this. It was on 76. I wouldn't normally take out my uh, camera and take a picture while driving on 76. But there was a backup right near Gladwin. 
So I was actually kind of stopped when I took the picture. So it wasn't uh, unsafe, but I saw it. It was all it was, Hungry Man boxes. Yeah, all Hungry Man boxes That's... that were that were taped together with yeah. like little kids duct tape. Yeah. <laughs> It looked like an emer- Steve, it looked like an emergency job, and all they had handy were a bunch of hungry man meals. I, oh my god! You know, I I kind of hope they listen to the show. I do too. I'd like I to find out why. Why? Yeah. And what is their hungry man dinner of choice? Yeah, it yeah, looks like yeah. turkey. Turkey. That, yeah. It does. You know what? I see the turkey slices with the gravy. It's a good on choice. It. Yeah, I haven't had one a meal like that in a long, 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 well, long. Preston, time. if you want to handle a hungry man. How do you handle a hungry man? The man handlers. You know, and I tried to tag hungry man in that picture on Instagram. They're not on Instagram. Hungry man's not, uh, you know, on social media. I remember as a kid, the concept of the TV dinner was amazing. Yeah. Because they had ones that were specifically suited, made for kids. Yep. I used to get one that came with a little packet of... um, Chocolate milk mix, mm-hmm. and then there was a, a something brownie. that I guess they thought was a brownie. Oh, that yeah. was delicious. Yeah, or at yeah. least my... As a kid, it seemed delicious. Unrefined palate. Not that I uh, have a refined one now. Was awesome. I love that. But, you know, I also used to love Salisbury steak, but one day I got sick. And I've never... I haven't mm-hmm. gotten sick many times in my life. I don't think I got sick because of Salisbury steak, but I threw up Salisbury steak. You did. And I used so to, you weren't eating Salisbury steak, but you threw it up? Well, no, no. I'm not saying it got me sick. <laughs> oh. I'm saying when I got sick, that was the last thing I ate. Okay. <laughs> That's wow. Your yeah. body's generating so Salisbury I haven't, steak. I haven't had it since, and I remember loving it. Well, it's the same I, thing with Big Ziti. Yeah. With yeah, it's, it's, you know what, it's, so my, my mother-in-law, uh, she essentially, she eats what, like, a little kid would eat, you know, yeah. macaroni and cheese and <laughs> stuff like that. Chicken fingers. So, when, yeah, so when she comes to town she will make the big meal is like a big stouffer's really yeah uh oh. salisbury steak uh-huh. and rice is it good and mac and cheese i, I mean you can eat it okay. you know and and you might go wow i remember he's yeah i remember eating this kids okay i mean my kids love it they devour it so okay. it's more nostalgic for you yeah yeah uh, you know but uh but yeah we get the ones that come with like 16 you know <laughs> salisbury steaks in them so. sure yeah but anyway so and they're never quite salisbury steak there's sort of something like it yeah it's yeah. essentially it's kind of wood pulp i don't know what it is but anyway wood pulp and tobacco good luck to you hungry man <laughs> Hope you get your window fixed. Yeah. Uh, now, this other story that I saw, this is, uh, Steve, you sent this to me. And uh, this is interesting, and it's local, too. Uh, a Bucks County woman by the name of Patty Lerner, a uh, while back, started baking gluten-free treats after her daughter was diagnosed with celiac disease. Uh, she eventually perfected a recipe of gluten-free cookie dough that is safe to eat raw because she makes it without eggs. So that this hobby that began in her Southampton home yeah. evolved into the Sweet Megan Baking Company, launched three years ago. And now, uh, not only are her treats available online, but as of this year, they're being sold in Wawa stores. Wow. How about that? Single-serve packages. Because so this is cookie dough that you can eat because we love raw What's cookie the woman's dough. name? Her name is Patty Lerner. And she's from Bucks County, Kath. Yeah, I'm not sure. She's Southampton, so yeah. Have you and, guys had it? I, I've had it. Cause oh, now, you have? Yeah, yeah. My How kid. are they? They're, I think they're really, really good. Now, there's a store in Brooklyn that, you know, it's like an ice cream store, but they sell all of this uh, cookie dough. And Her they're, dough? They're, not her dough. No, it's, it's all homemade in store, but it's all like, you know... 
you can eat it and not get sick from, you know, uh, right. salmonella. Well, yeah, this, she, she's local. But my w- wife is telling me that, not my wife, <laughs> my sister. I do that all the time. Why would you marry your sister? <laughs> I don't. Yeah. Uh, my sister, there was, a, there was a line out the door and down the street at this store. Um, in, in Brooklyn. In, in, in Brooklyn. So, uh-huh. yeah. Well, we, it's at your local Wawa here. Yeah. So the cookie dough is vegan and free of gluten, soy, peanuts, dairy, and allergens. Marissa can have it. It's full-on vegan. Uh, it's also kosher. It comes in chocolate chip, sugar cookie, and chocolate brownie flavor. I want to try this. In addition to the grab-and-go packs at Wawa stores, it's also sold in larger jars. And if you'd rather not eat it raw, it can be baked into cookies as well. So I wonder how I wonder how it bakes up. But I I tell you what, that's the big dilemma. As you want, because I did try. Somebody recommended a a a cookie dough ice cream Mm -hmm. like like substance. I tried that. That was really good. But it doesn't have the uh, the component that can make you sick, the raw egg. We uh, do not care about the, the, the being <laughs> sick part of it. Uh, and we haven't done it in a long time, but my wife would buy the, the Toll House cookie so good. bucket. Yes, <laughs> so good. And you just take a spoon Dude. and you uh, go to town. It, it's like playing Russian roulette. I could care a little. But I, I, I understand. We used to do it all the time. In fact, the big joy of making... I always, the, the edict at the house that whoever was making the chocolate chip cookies never ate a finished chocolate chip cookie because you were eating the dough all the way through the process. Okay, so somebody's making some homemade baking treats at home. What is your favorite to um, lick the spoon, lick the beaters, lick the, the, the bowl, whatever it is? Is it brownies, cake, or cookies? Ooh. What do you think? Hmm. That's a good one. Yeah. Um, I'm glad you asked the question. To lick the actual mixer, uh, yeah. It's, if there's, you know, if they're using the spatula or the brownies, or the beaters or whatever brownies, brownies. I think I'm going with you on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brownie or cake? I mean, cake is really damn good. But I, I like would a have... devil's food cake or the no, no, I no, like a yellow sponge cake. I think is is the well. I mean, this is I'm not saying what you like. No. It's what I like. Yeah. <laughs> I'm wrong. What about you guys? <laughs> Your personal taste is none, wrong. None. I don't like... Uh, I you think like it... celery juice, right? No? <laughs> 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 drinking celery I'll... juice. Yes, I am right now. It's delicious. Maybe, it's... Um, Maybe that's why. No, I don't like to um, lick the spoon or anything like that. Maybe uh, home wi- homemade whipped cream, but that's like... Kids, I'm making too. homemade whipped cream. Oh, oh, brother, may I lick the fork? Are no. you kidding? Have you ever had it? You I would have. die. It's amazing. It's so yeah. good. No, you're right. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, right. how do you do this? Yeah. You make... Heavy cream, a little bit of sugar. And you just whip it. And you just whip it. You wh- whip air into it. You, you gotta whip, whip it good. good. You whip it good. <laughs> yes, you do. Um, do you know what I'll get? I'll get the little tub of Cool Whip, which is basically artificial whipped cream. Yeah. But uh, it's not bad. Yeah. Um, okay, Steve. It's you... Cool Whip that's whipped Topping, or what's the difference? Whip yeah, topping right. like yeah. white matter. Yeah, it's not if you the stick the cool whip in the freezer, that's what I do. Yes, it be, yeah. yes. yes. But that doesn't amaze balls, right, Case? <laughs> that doesn't count. This is you, yes. This is uh, you, you know <laughs> making something at home, or you know b- mixing it up before you bake it. Yeah, brownies. So. Brown, I, I, I agree with brownies. the brownies. Yeah. What about you, Nick? Uh, cookie dough. Cookie dough. Yeah, and my mom okay. would make, uh, you know, like the Toll House recipe, but... Uh, with raisins. Uh, no, she... Well, oatmeal cookies with raisins yeah, yeah. sometimes, well, but uh, well. chocolate chip cookies, uh, That you know, a variation, a family variation of Toll House. But yeah, and, and my dad, uh, if he were in the house would make sure that none of the boys were allowed in the kitchen when my mom would cook the cookies. <laughs> yeah, the, the, that was his job. Right. I feel like the brownie tastes like the, um, just like the, the powder. Does anybody have like a homemade brownie recipe that you do? or do My you just mother go used from the to box? Make, make homemade. Do you have uh, it? Uh, um, 
I don't know. If it, if it is, it's in the box of her ashes. No. We buried her with the recipe and she was clenching. She wouldn't even release the rigor mortis and said it. See no. if you get it for me. <laughs> but no, the, uh, it was really good. But the, the mixes are, are, are I yeah. don't know. Yeah, I, I really enjoy that. Now, if they could make a uh, brownie mix like matter um this way. Well, they make ice cream. Yeah, like yeah. Ben and Jerry's has a brownie batter uh, flavor. Is it actual and, chunks of brownie or is it brownie batter? It's with brownie batter. They have um, those core like, ones, too. Have you had that case? The, uh, yeah, the yeah. cores are kind of hit or miss. Yeah. You know, <laughs> Preston doesn't Not really a fan? Like very much. I'm doing the jerk off yeah. uh, <laughs> uh, gesture. Nah, I'm no. not digging the core All ones. Right. All right, here's you some... saw a lot of that gesture during when they had the, uh, the, the, the people translating for the deaf people for the hurricane yeah. coverage. Yeah. <laughs> Marissa? There, uh, Steve, there's a place in Center City that makes the edible cookie dough. It is egg-free. It's vegan. They have chocolate chip. They have birthday cake and half-baked with brownies and brownie batter. Wow. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, there was and something... Spice on them. Now if they could just uh, make one that makes your genitals bigger. Oh, I, would I will bring it. you guys some tomorrow. It's called Sweet Bots. It's so good. You Please, if you could. Like, eat it Sweet like Bucks? Sweet Box. Oh. Even better. Sweet Box. <laughs> <laughs> you just swipe it over, Cakes. Uh, my, um... When my mom would make uh, mashed potatoes, I would, uh, you know, I would wait for her to cut up the the potatoes, and I would eat the raw potatoes. You get worms. Uh, I don't. Would we you see raw potatoes all the time? I loved it. I would put a little salt on them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And you see, just <laughs> we used to just take lettuce and put salt on that too. And really? eat it. Yeah, yeah, I do that. My so mom was cooking stuff. Yeah. Salt and lettuce, yeah. Yeah. yeah, or raw chicken. When I was uh, <laughs> yeah. pledging fraternity, they had uh, the cigarro apple and the cigarro orange. Uh, I believe the cigarro apple was an onion. You had to eat that like an apple, yeah. and then the orange <laughs> was a potato. You were saying cigarro? I thought that was a brand name, no. like, a, like a Driscoll's uh, strawberry. Cigarro <laughs> is yeah. your fraternity. That was the fraternity, but okay. um, so I. Uh, I couldn't do the onion, so I would eat the entire potato by myself. I'm like, this is like no problem here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We used to have raw potatoes. All right. So anyhow, this is a this is a local gal, so good for her. Yes, uh, Patty Lerner, and uh, she's got her sweet Megan Baking Company uh, cookie dough now available at Wawa. If you want, that's to cool. That's gonna be a big thing for her, especially if you get into Wawa. Now let's talk about cheese. And now it's time for the talk about cheese. Yep. Uh, Costco. Is selling a 72-pound wheel of Parmigiano, <laughs> Parmigiano-Reggiano cheese, and it'll only set you back $900. <laughs> How many pounds? 72 pounds. Is Costco, for, 72 pounds, 900 bucks. Is yeah. it for a restaurant? No, it's no. no, 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 no. It's whoever wants it. It's, it's to be used as a hot tub. You want to do cheese share or something like that. It's the Kirkland brand, which is their house brand. Yeah. Uh, which is not bad, by the way. No, they have a lot of good stuff. Yeah. Kirkland does, yeah. And so it's aged 24 months, imported from Italy. Um, you can actually buy the cheese for $899.99. It works out to $0.78 cents per ounce or twelve fifty per pound. Parmigiano-Reggiano is expensive, uh, no question. Um, so sometimes you buy, you know, a piece that's uh, maybe about the size of a deck of cards, and it's we're know, looking at it right now. This, this son of a bitch looks enormous. One a customer wrote about the cheese on the store's review page. Uh, uh, is this a surprise? Oh, this is a surprise for my son's wedding reception. Hmm. Uh, he is a fiend for the stuff. So that is when it might make sense. Uh, with the help of YouTube instructions and the proper tools, and his good buddy and his brother. Cracked open the parm in front of the family and friends to great applause and cheers. It was fun to watch and actually quite beautiful. The cheese is magnificent, fragrant, and delicious. 
And another reviewer wrote, got this as a gift. What the hell am I supposed to do with all of this cheese? <laughs> well, so, it won't go bad. My uh, One of my best friends got married this summer, and she had an entire cheese table. And, hey. yeah, she, it, she they did that instead of dessert. Yeah, Man. Marissa's the cheese expert around here. Well, one of my favorite Instagram videos is when they take a big wheel of cheese like that, they hollow out the center of it, and mm-hmm. then you put co- cooked pasta in it, and you mix it up, and it's like the cheese fresh on it. Ooh, it's just wow. like a fresh fettuccine Alfredo. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I actually, I follow uh, Marissa. There's a uh, an Instagram account. I forgot the name of it, and it's all cheese trays. Is that the one you sent me? I think so, yeah. <laughs> God, so excited. excited. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Marissa. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've got to send you a picture of this uh, cheese and fruit display that they did at the wedding. If you ever get married, this has got to be at your wedding. Oh, Marissa's oh, all, yeah. all sweaty, like, oh, my God. It's cheese. Mm. Well, and the one person sent me is like interesting. So you think you just like put crackers on and cheese no. and throw some like grapes? No, you like put Kathy. You're getting excited. You put like the crackers like <laughs> leaning She's like, you're one with way. Me. Yes, it's all decoration. You like put the crackers leaning one way and then the yeah, it's pretty cool. sprigs on another. It's sided. It, it, mm. The way it builds, it's really exciting. what's a sprig? I'm sorry. You know, it could be like a um, herbs or an something. Herb yeah, or something like yeah. that. Okay. Uh, so anyhow, nine hundred dollars, seventy-two pounds of Parmigiano Reggiano. You can get that at Costco now. Make a hell of a sandwich with that sucker. All right, uh, let's see what else. Here. More from the connoisseur. Yeah, I got two things that kind of go together. So Marissa said pumpkin spice, which you know I've been over for the past couple of years, but people still love their pumpkin spice. Sure, there's been a rebellion. Some people um, are yeah. just, and we talked about that being adamantly opposed to uh, all the pumpkin spice. Uh, Pure, but uh, the truth of the matter is, people do adore it. Well, now... Uh, I'd like to see a pumpkin spice fjord. <laughs> spam has introduced a pumpkin spice spam. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, come on, No. Mm-hmm. No. Uh, the Daily Mail, Daily Meal got a sample of the product, and uh, testers said it was good, comparing it to breakfast sausage. So pumpkin spice spam. Listen, while I was in Hawaii, while in Hawaii, they are spam crazy. Yes, and Shane Victorina. I took a picture in the in the grocery store that we went to, and you would not believe how much spam, how many different (laughs) flavors, and all. I'll have to show it to you. They use it all the time. Uh, But it's they they just have a there's a, a. variety of flavors of spam that I had no idea. I only know the blue standard spam. That's what we would and, have and we'd and try are, it. There are loads of different ones available. I've never had it. I mean can you approximate the texture and flavor? I'm, is it just You know what the texture is kind of like? It's the Salisbury steak that we were talking oh, about yeah. a while ago. Uh, but no, it's like a, it's like a meatloaf type of thing but a little more congealed. I don't know. It's more handy. I, I like it. More Baloney type of uh, okay. uh, consistency. Goat balls and earwax. There you go. Goat balls <laughs> and earwax. It's pretty, no one knows what the hell's in spam. Now, I did see this as well, which is tied into this. Pumpkin spice is king when it comes to the fall food trends, but other flavors make their way into the mix each year. Last year, hot cocoa was trendy. And this year, cinnamon seems to be having a moment. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, and cinnamon was... Cinnamon always has a moment, though, around the holidays or one, around fall. Was one of the Pacific Rim flavors predicted to dominate in 2019, according to a, the Michelin Guide. Uh, also, it's spicy, which makes it the perfect flavor to punch up both sweet and savory foods without being totally overpowering. Have you ever had, I think it's called Mexican hot chocolate? Not that I know of. Oh yeah, the the chocolate is a little um, 
more it, bitter? It well, it has sort of like a. Um, yeah, 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 I would say it's that not as, it's not as overpoweringly it sweet as like a Swiss Miss or it, something it's like that. It's hot too. It, ha- I mean, yeah. it's actually hot chocolate, but it's spicy. Yeah, oh, yeah, no kidding. Yeah, uh, I don't know what they're putting in it to give it that sort of extra burn, but it's. I've uh, heard there's there are some chocolates you can get that have uh, like a cayenne in them. Maybe and, cayenne you know, so is it then? Yeah, so it's a spicy probably it. chocolate. Yeah. so they may go with that. Uh, so anyhow, cinnamon is supposed to be a, a bigger trend. It, I, it's they're not saying it's going to take over pumpkin spice because listen, we already started the advertising started immediately mm-hmm. at the end of August that pumpkin spice had arrived. Well, cinnamon. Dun- Go ahead. No, Duncan has the new cinnamon sugar pumpkin signature latte. Yes. So they combine the cinnamon with the pumpkin. Yeah. Mm. By the way, I want to have that just in case Duncan's listening. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, what about cinnamon in your in your hot chocolate? Is that, uh, is that yeah. crazy? Oh. <laughs> You can do cinnamon in your in your hot chocolate. You can do you can do peppermint in your hot chocolate. Too, oh, I like it that, good too. Yeah. Uh, uh, you can put your peanut butter in my chocolate. Uh, my wife puts tons of cinnamon. We we have the you know the espresso machine at home, so we make a latte. She yeah. just douses it with uh, with cinnamon. There's there's no wrong with cinnamon. Mm. It's glorious. Uh, so that's going to be one of the big flavors. I told you I want to do something at the end of the uh, at the pumpkin season uh, with all this pumpkin spice stuff. Oh, yeah, I like that idea. Yeah. Uh, we'll talk about we'll that We'll talk later. about it later, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, it involves pornography. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let me find I, I have a few other food things. More from the connoisseur. Yeah. What will it be? Uh, this is going to be sugar-free sodas. Sugar-free sodas. Okay. They're associated with a higher risk of death. Do they put that on the label? <laughs> well, cause are, is it because they're using the artificial sugars? Uh, let's find out. Because of the arsenic. Uh, the study, published by the Journal of American Medi- Medical Association, surveyed 452,000 people in 10 countries. They found uh, that people who drank two or more glasses of soft drinks per day were more likely to die from all types of ailments uh-huh. compared with people who drank less than one glass per month. Meanwhile, people who drank sugar-sweetened soda were associated with digestive disease deaths, while higher consumption of sugar-free versions were associated with deaths from circulatory disease, including ischemic heart disease, also known as coronary artery disease. Okay, so you, when you make your soda selection, which would you prefer to die from? Is the <laughs> yeah, I guess so. It says consuming higher amounts of both sugary and sugar-free soft drinks was associated with the risk of death from Parkinson's disease. I used to drink soda as a kid a lot. Oh, man, we used to. And yeah. we used to get, in fact, we would get deliveries of soda to home. There was a special, the way you would have a milkman years ago. Mm-hmm. Soda had man. Mission Cola would always come, and we'd have, we'd like a couple of cream sodas and grape sodas. Really? Oh, yeah, yeah. It was part of the deal. Two liter bottles? Cool. Uh, yeah, big bottles. We always drank out of two liter bottles. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and now it's always cans. Right. Um, bottles and cans. I've given up soda unless it's mixed with alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what about so, um, I, I can't drink, drink, I drink it. soda at all? It's become too sweet. It's, be, it's too yeah. sweet for me. I mean, because I've gotten off of that. Yes, you know, and and to to drink to take a sip of Coke is like a is like a dessert. I, I use it as a dessert. It's a bit too much. For yeah. Me. yeah. What about Have you guys done the Lacroix craze? Uh, that sparkling water. Yeah, yeah. I drink. That's yeah. what I drink now. Not necessarily that brand. I do have some, but mm-hmm. uh, there, there are a variety of sparkling flavored sparkling waters. Yeah. How do they get the flavor in that? And that's all that I drink. Yeah. Uh, what uh, do you have a brand that you prefer? Um, no, it doesn't matter. Like you know, uh, whatever. Some some grocery stores have their own brand. Right. And I'll just grab that. So, okay. um, I, it still it gives you the um, 
the carbonation, mm-hmm. uh, which feels a little bit more filling, and and there's zero calories. Yeah. So I drink I drink that stuff like crazy because I think Dasani actually has a pretty decent brand. But like we're whatever. I mean, we we do Lacroix, we do Dasani. I, I, and you do it all. I, we do it all, man. It's just you know, Casey, how I you live. do it all. <laughs> uh, so apparently, higher risk of death, but. Kathy, it doesn't indicate, because I know your mom is very anti-sweeteners, uh, artificial sweeteners. Artificial, yeah. Right? Uh, and I was drinking for a while, like, the Sobe water, which tastes sweet, but it has zero calories. I just did it because yeah. the, the caloric intake, but I've, always, stopped, I've stopped drinking that. You always wonder how they pull off, because there are yeah. some that actually are straight-up cola tasting that have zero calories. How the hell are you pulling this off? I made a comment to Dr. Mike once about the artificial sweeteners that he had in his office, and the next time I went, they were gone. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. yeah. Wow. All right. You guys yeah. ever see the drunk history on Coca-Cola? No. It's pretty fascinating. Steve, I think it's Jenny Slate that does it. Which, oh, I like her. And yeah. yeah, she's great. Um, But, it, you know, drunk history is pretty accurate to the actual history of the thing. Yeah. And uh, they go into where the two names of Coca and Cola came from. It was a Cola nut and Coca plant. As in cocaine. Like, yeah. as in cocaine. And yeah. cocaine was a, uh, an actual ingredient for a long period of time. And the the ingredient, uh, the makeup now, the ingredientel? I don't know if that's a word or not. <laughs> <laughs> um, it is now. The ingredients um, are still a secret, you know, for Coca-Cola to this day. But it, it's fascinating to look into the history. Of the, and it's a great way to consume it, the Drunk histories. Bill Hader as well. Okay. I've, I've put the yeah the 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 history and you read it and you always forget it about what is it? It's a, it's a it's a special recipe that they keep and it's locked in some vault yeah. somewhere and it's yeah. and when they um, strayed from that recipe with the new Coke, right. which many believe was just a simple way to reinforce brand loyalty to the original Coke, uh, it was a bit of a disaster. All right, uh, two more things I want to run by. Two more things from the connoisseur. Uh, planters. Planters. Uh, first released cheese balls in the 1990s. I loved the Planters cheese balls. Did you? They're my yeah. favorite. That big blue container. Yeah, I loved them. I don't think I uh, really ever got into the uh, the cheese balls. Uh, they made those and pretzels, I believe. Uh, and they were brought back for a limited time in 2018, but now they're finally coming back for good. In celebration of the snacks return to store shelves, Planters has launched a contest where fans can win a limited Edition uh, shaker of cheese balls, cheese powder. Wow. Are those Alzheimer's oh, the, free? I, the contest just wrapped up on the first. Damn it! So sorry about that. Uh, but I always, I did enjoy che- uh, planters more so than than a few of the other brands. I'm trying to think of who else made them. Are they like Cheetos? Yeah, but they're just, they're balls. Okay. No, no, not Cheetos. They're like, basically like cheese, cheese puffs. Cheese, cheese puffs. puffs? Cheese puffs. Yeah. Because I used to love um, cheese doodles. Yeah, I, that's kind of what it is. But they were just, oh, they were my, they my, were the the balls of the cheese doodles. My buddy Steve loves the cheese balls. So when he would come to visit from St. Louis, my wife would get. Have you ever seen the really big plastic? Oh yeah, yeah. see through container yeah. of those. He would eat the whole thing, <laughs> the whole thing. He would just sit there, and just just snack away. I mean, just honestly, like for an hour just chomping on those. things. There's literally no nutritional benefit no, in, in a nope. cheese doodle or a cheese ball. It's not even cheese. There's a Z. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Um. So you had mentioned Cheez-Its. Have you tried the new? Like they're they're baked longer. Like so they're they're like the dark cheeses. To, to be honest, I, I like them lighter and airier. Yeah. I, I like. So, well, it's it's the same Cheez-It. It's just they were baked. longer. Longer. It's kind of like if you they have pretzels that like dark. Right, yes. Pretzels. Right, right. Yeah. It's kind of like that. Like they're basically just an entire box of burnt Cheez-Its. Man, that okay. Mm-hmm. You're speaking my language. I, I don't eat like that anymore. Yeah. But I there was a time when I would absolutely dive in. Uh, Cheez-Its were my favorite. More so than Tidbits. You remember Tidbits? Oh, oh yeah. Tidbits. Yeah. 
You didn't yeah, finish on. your your tids. <laughs> How about my bits? All right, so cheese. You ate all the tits, but left the bits. <laughs> Cheez-Its or goldfish? Cheez-Its. Goldfish. Mm. Yeah, yeah, no. All right. I do like goldfish. The Parmesan ones are really, really good. I like those. I'm just a straight old cheddar guy. Yeah. All right. Mouth to butter, but to mouth. Cheddar guy. Always M to B. ATM. <laughs> Asked him. Or the other way. What's the uh, the spicy uh, Cheetos? Have you guys had those? Don't yeah. like them. No. There's also, Flamin'. What is it called? Flamin'. Flamin', yeah. Yep. They're very weirdly addicting. And then there's a, a brand that's even spicier than the Cheetos called Takis. Oh, my God. My son loves those freaking things. All right. Your son should hang out with my girlfriend because she loves them as well, and they are insane. What are these? They're called Takis, T-A-K-I, and they are like um, spicy uh, Cheetos. Okay. No, No, they're not. Well, they're they're more intense than spicy Cheetos. No, the texture is more of like a, uh, almost like a stale tortilla chip. I'd say they're the Cheeto family. Yeah. Of Of the cheese snacks, something that I have to say... You got to get that away from me because I'm going to eat this whole thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which one? Is uh, there, I don't know the brand name of them, but essentially they're little discs that are made of Parmesan cheese. Okay. What? Uh, they, they, uh, oh my God. Yeah. Get them in like a nicer restaurant sometimes. Uh, yeah. yeah. Essentially. Like uh, it, it, you might find it on top of something. Yeah. But you can buy a whole bag of I'm those things. Oh my God. All right. So are you guys familiar with Pirate Booty? Yeah. yeah. Pirate booty? Yeah. yeah. It's good. It is good. I'm not familiar. Now, Cheetos has their version of pirate booty. It's okay. like Cheeto, like... White cheddar or something? No, it's like Cheetos popcorn, but... Okay. Oh, my gosh, yeah. The funny thing is, virtually none of these... Th- oh, okay, I, I, now I'm looking at the bag down. Now I recognize it. None of these things actually contain anything remotely similar to cheese. They're, no. they're... Well, this says aged white cheddar, yeah. Steve. It's got no. a... Aged white ch- cheddar is spelled with uh, one D. <laughs> yeah. I always thought Pirate's Booty was just for the kids. And Chidar. Then I, and then I, I tried it, and I was like, oh, wait. Yeah. We can eat this, too. This eat is this. good. Honestly, when you look at your average pirate, is that the kind of diet you want to follow? Yeah. <laughs> so the uh, cheese balls are returning, and uh, they're they're back. So if you if you want, you can have the planter's cheese balls, by the Pop way. Pop a few balls now. Out. I don't know if I have time for this last thing or not, because this might be a longer discussion. Um, the connoisseur is conflicted. Yeah. How, is is uh, our guest here yet, Casey? Is yeah. Lou and Alice? I believe. Yep, she's here. There we go. I'll I mean, save, there we go. All right, I'll save it for another time. But um, yeah, just bringing up the speed on some of the food subjects, friends. I love do. this stuff. I love, you know... We getting to talk about it. We don't get to eat it a lot, so I know. getting to talk about it. Talking is, about it kind of can pacify you a little bit. It, it, a little bit, though. I do yeah. want to try these uh, the, this uh, cookie dough stuff. At yeah, Wawa. yeah. All right, let's uh, let's yes take a break and uh, come back in a moment. Case, can I give away? This? Yes, okay. yes, please do. do well, it. After all that food, we need something to drink. So I'm going to give away a case of Yards Loyal Lager. Uh, call it 15, it's yours, if you're at least 21 years of age. Oh, somebody texted in. Those things I was talking about are called wisps. Wisps. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Take, look those up. All right, anyway, crisp, clean, American craft lager. Pick up Philly's hometown lager at Yards Brewery and wherever Yards beers are sold, including Raven Lounge in Philadelphia. 215-263-WMMR, call number 15. More of the A to Z when we get back, and uh, Lou and L will be here. Stay yeah. with us. Yeah. A new Tool album begets new Tool music in Philadelphia. 93.3 WMMR presents Live in Concert. Tool. This November 18th at Wells Fargo Center. 
Nearly eight years since their last area show, and fresh off the release of their latest album, Fear Inoculum. Tickets on sale this Friday at 10 a.m. via Wells Fargo Center, Philly.com. Get details now at WMMR.com. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Thanks, Catherine Esca. It's going to be at Helium Comedy Club tonight, Friday, and Saturday. And we just met her, and I already love her. Please welcome <laughs> Lunell. Yeah! What up? What's up, morning. everybody? Good morning. How, how you doing, Lunel? I'm batting a thousand. Lunel, right? You had it's, Sorry about it's, that. It's, it's a lot of tongue, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Three L's in my name. Lunel, you got to loosen up your tongue. Yeah, you yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. Lunel's a rock fan, by the way. She yeah, I am. Me. You definitely know your your way around rock and roll. A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just basically like Aerosmith. Um, <laughs> Fan uh, Metallica. Wow! Yeah, <laughs> we were just we were just talking yesterday about a lot of these these bands that are sort of you know um, like these those, these legends who are up in their seventies and that a lot like the, the you can know, you Jagger. believe? I mean, uh, Mick just had a heart surgery. Yeah, yeah. I was okay, just saw him. How 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 is Keith Richards still alive? <laughs> yeah, somebody. I mean, he, God is really shining. His light on Keith Richards, because he should have, you know, he already OD'd like 19 times. He really, I mean, so some people, they say, have a a blood composition or something that, like Ozzy Osbourne apparently had it for a while, but now he's, he's like succumbing. Yeah, but. And now you don't hear from him. You you don't hear from him. You should have stayed drunk. Yeah. He was in the the news every day. But, like, I have a brother who, like, totally, you know, was, like, drugged out. Yeah. And uh, he cleaned himself up. Had a heart attack. So I just think you should keep doing what <laughs> you've been keep doing. Doing it. Have you been like you know swigging booze for forty years, yeah. and you get on you know kale shakes in the morning? <laughs> that kind of shock your system. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I think there's. I there might be there's some merit to, to that. It. Yeah. It's it's a shock. Yeah. You, like you notice, like I, I remember, like Peter Jennings, the the, the news anchor. Uh, he he was smoker for years. Gave up smoking, and then. When he returned to it, he got lung, he got lung cancer. Like there's these weird things. I think your body gets jarred yes. by dramatic changes. Yes. Uh, but uh, who knows? Who knows? It is kind of. We, it's funny you should bring up the Keith Richards thing though. It's he amazing. Was, they were just playing here recently, and he he was did the show without his bandana on. Oh, and it's like man, you Look know, naked. It, he looked much old. I mean, that's looked... the way it, it hurt me when Bon Jovi cut his hair too. Oh, like yeah. we went into a tailspin <laughs> when Bon Jovi cut his hair. I did hear that uh, that you're a sucker for gospel music and that it can make you cry. In any only, given time. only one. Well, yeah, the, a lot of gospel music, really old school gospel. And Mahalia Jackson is my favorite oh. gospel singer. Just. Mm-hmm. If you have a soul, you'll feel it. It'll, yeah. it'll, it'll just kill you. Yeah. Did you see the the uh, Aretha Franklin documentary? The the one that the one concert, the movie that's out now. Yeah, I, I've it's been amazing. Told I looked like a like for many many years younger, and I even have I don't have it on today. I have an Aretha Franklin T shirt. Oh, mm, nice. very cool. Yeah. Long live Riri. Oh well, too late for that. But <laughs> oh, well, in our hearts, in our hearts, in our absolutely. Hearts. Yeah. No, I, it would it that that music will cause me to tear up too. Yeah. Yep, I mean, if you have a soul yeah. at all, yeah. it touches your soul. But, you know, some people don't. Like, I'll be in, I live in L.A., okay, and sometimes I'll be driving through Beverly Hills, and I'll have my top down on my Mercedes, and my flossing, I'm just saying. And um, I'll be driving through, and I'll, I'll, on purpose, like, I'll crank up uh, right. my music, like Michael Jackson or something, really, really 
loud, right? Yeah. And I just wait to see what happens to the people crossing the street. <laughs> like some people will go, yeah, you yeah. know, or, or some people will do like this, or you know, yeah. and yeah. some people just walk by on their phone like they don't even hear it. I'm like, you're so disconnected. <laughs> you're, you're not. You're not connected. Right. How can you not? How can music not make you look up? Like, where is that coming from? Yeah. I so, those people are lost. I was checking out some of your Instagram photos. You have a, a number of celebrities, and you're with Jermaine Jackson in one photo. Oh, do my you, God, you went back. Yeah. Do you know Do you know, you know the Jacksons at all? I or? mean, you know, we've spent a little time together. I've been to the crib. No big deal. Have you? Mm. Really? Yeah. So who, who, who have you hung with in the, in the Jackson club? Okay, clan? on a cruise, I hung with Tito, uh, Jackie, Marlon and Jermaine. Wow. I met Jermaine uh, at a radio station, and we got close because I told him that I, you know, I know music. Yeah. And the In Vogue remake of um, Who's Loving You in the beginning of the, hold on to you. Right, that, right, that, right. There's a note that they don't hit. It's like a minor seven that the Jacksons did that In Vogue doesn't do. And I told him that, and he was amazed that I knew that. <laughs> and then so we got cool. So he took me to the house. He said, do you want to come to the, the, the crib in Encino where nobody lives there? And I think Paris lives there. And But this was the house that Michael was raised in. It was the studio that they did beat it and everything in. He took me all in. And What was that like? It was, it was when, like... When you walk in... Listen... Yeah, obviously. I mean, I've been outside the gate for all my life. Like, Michael's in there, you know. (laughs) And to finally go in the gate, it was like, oh, my God. And you can sort of feel something in there. They're actually, it's weird because they, you know, they... uh they show footage of him when he was composing some of that stuff. And I don't think he really wrote, technically wrote, could write music, but he would... He would do the uh and do the sounds into a, a recorder and then give it to the musicians and then they well, would Lionel, do that. Lionel, Lionel Richie can't, can't read music. Is that right? Right. Huh. Look how many hits he's with. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's a amazing. lot of musicians because music is not that technical. It's it's in you. you yeah. Got, like, like comedy. You can do comedy or you can be a comedian. Yeah. There's two different things. I want to mention something because you, you said on Vogue and I, I went to see them one time. Uh, they were opening up for Luther Vandross and I went to a show. Oh, uh, and I felt way out of place, and not because I was in the minority, yeah. because I'm Caucasian, <laughs> but because I was way underdressed for that show. <laughs> I did my not people. know. I went to that R&B oh, show. Oh, my, my people. Dressed to the nines, <laughs> you man. You better ask somebody. Yeah, I bet you, yeah, yeah, I bet you felt totally Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, your boy, your boy with the toenails and the, the producer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Don't, don't go to R&B. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, this don't is what it. I wore to the Mariah Carey concert earlier this year. <laughs> yeah, but she's As, mixed, so yeah. that doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> you can get away. You can get away with it. Half the contingency yeah, might look right. just like you. Well, this is my usual. And the other half is well-dressed gay, so <laughs> way out of, out of Yeah, mind. you pretty yeah. much nailed it. I know. Uh, I wanted I know. to ask you because we're very excited. We're huge uh, uh, Coming to America uh, uh, fans. You're, you're, you're in the uh, the sequel. Yes. Uh, and uh, it's so cool to see. I guess I was, again, in one of the sheets that you posted has, the I guess, a cast call sheet, Arsenio yes. and the whole group. Yeah. You're there as well. Yes. Um, so what's it like what what can we expect because it's one of those things where like you're excited that they're doing it but you don't want them to sully the memory of the first one how's how how do you feel okay first of all let me say yeah. and go on record and say that i have a long spanning career doing film and television and all this this coming to america sequel script is probably the best script i've ever read Whoa. in my entire life they're totally not gonna muck it up good it is fabulous Eddie's amazing. Arsenio is hilarious. 
Then you have new characters, myself, Tracy Morgan, <laughs> and others. And um, it's just, oh, look at this, me and Eddie right there. Yeah, that's oh, awesome. Her and Eddie together. Yeah, nice. it's um, on my Instagram, by the way, wow. if you want to see what he's talking about, it's at Lunell, at L-U-E-N-E-L-L. I haven't posted any pictures directly from the set, even though TMZ caught, like, Eddie and Arsenio, but I wasn't in my... My stuff. I got. Uh, there's probably like an embargo, yeah, right? You I'll can't. You can't. Wait. Disclosure this big. Yeah. I'm sure. Non-disclosure. Wow. This big. Yeah. 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 Two yeah. things I'm hoping for out of that movie is number one, we see uh, uh, Randy Jackson. You will not, not uh, the not original Rand- mic drop. Yeah. Not the Jackson. Yes. Uh huh. <laughs> okay. Yeah, sexual chocolate. Sexual chocolate. He's back. He's back. That's the original mic drop. Jerry Curl's a little great now, but he's back. Oh, that's awesome. The original mic drop. And I don't know how they do it, but Mighty Sharp, the the barbershop, because those guys. uh, All there. All How are they not dead? Eddie's they were old all, already. Eddie's doing all the characters he right. did before. Okay. Arsenio's doing all the characters he did before. There was Arsenio, a time... I think, I'm sorry, case just to jump in. Arsenio, I think, is, you know, you have Eddie Murphy who's just a, like a nuclear reactor of capability, but Arsenio was really damn good in that Dude, movie. Dude, Arsenio is so funny. And the thing about it is everybody is so happy to be there. And then you have the great John Amos, who was the owner of McDowell's, don't forget where Louis <laughs> yep. Anderson was. He's on set. Everybody, you know, he's like all our dad. You know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah. We grew up on him and love him so much. He's so revered and so respected. And just everybody is so happy to be there. We oh. have um, the wardrobe stylist is the one who won the Oscar for doing the wardrobe for Black Panther. Wow. And it's just everybody's so happy to come to work. Everybody. <laughs> and there's been some hor- horrendous conditions. Like when they had to film uh, scenes from Africa, we're filming in Atlanta. But they had to do the scenes. In the, in the woods. Oh. And it was Africa it's, hot. It's so, hot as hell down there. I went out to the set just to say hi to the director, Craig Brewer. Shout out to Craig Brewer, who did Hustle and Flow yeah. and uh, Dolomite, uh, the Rudy Ray Moore story, which is coming out on Eddie Murphy on Netflix in October. I hear it's and awesome. He's doing this, so, you know, he likes black people. So, um, <laughs> uh, Craig Brewer was out there. I went out to say hi to Craig, and I stayed out there like 15 minutes. I was like, oh, okay, guys. <laughs> You know, my SAG contract does not make way for this kind of heat. I'm going back to my trailer. That's you know? where they shoot The Walking Dead, and they talk about that all the time, oh my how God, stifling so hot it is. Hot. And then if you add people with, you know, big cameras on yeah. them, and, like, people, when when we have the rap party, I'm sure everybody's going to take ecstasy and just pass out. <laughs> because it is. Is there, I have to ask, I don't know if you can tip the hand, is there a cameo from Samuel L. Jackson? I can't say. Okay. 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 All I can't right. say that. That was my yet. question. All right. Yeah, uh, but I'll tell you off the air. Now, uh, okay. now you've also done betray. some work. You were you were in uh you did some voices in Hotel Transylvania as well. You were the one sh- and two. The shrunken heads, right? Yes, the shrunken head in That's Hotel great. Transylvania, mm-hmm. one and two end up. You were in three number one movies that year. Right? Yeah. You you yeah. had what did you have? Yeah, Hotel Transylvania, you had uh A think- star- no, no, Taken Two, Taken Two, and Liam Neeson. Think Like a Man, Think Like a Man. That's pr- that's pretty damn good. One and two. <clears throat> yeah, so, you know, I just wish that my money matched my popularity. <laughs> uh, I should have came here to Rolls Royce limo, but uh, <laughs> what did you come here in? Uh, what is that car, Meredith? Expo. Expo Rolls Royce. But to Meredith. Yeah. Credit. Oh. She has kids. There was no car seats, no Cheerios. Yeah, you know. Amen. All right. Now, I'm looking at, at some of your credits, and now I totally recognize you. You was, didn't recognize me before? Not, not from this movie. Not for, I didn't know it was you, but in A Star is Born, which I 
Yeah. I've watched it like three or four yeah. times. You're the cashier who takes a picture of yes. him when he's buying the peas right. for her hand. Yes. That was great. Yeah. It was well, a great little that, moment. That's only because of the great Bradley Cooper. Yeah. Who I became friendly, very friendly with on the set of a movie called uh, All About Steve, which was an old Sandra Bullock movie. Yeah, I remember. Okay? Yeah. So me, Bradley, and Ken Jeong met on that set. Wow. And became friends on that set. So I've stayed friendly with Bradley and Ken since then. And, you know, Ken went on to do the Hangover movies with Bradley. Yeah. And then Bradley, you know, I didn't have to audition for that either. He was just like, hey, you know, blah, blah, blah. Aww. I'm like, I'll take it because what I have learned... People out there in Radio Land, is, even if you're an actor and you just got a little part, it's, it's not how big your part is, it's how big the movie no, is. No, you're right. And if you have a little part in a huge movie, you're still in there. You will still get your residuals. Right. <laughs> Isn't the old adage, there are no small parts? No, I mean, there are. No small speaking parts. <laughs> okay. And then, um, of course, you know, I'm still getting money from Borat. <laughs> so Borat, you were the, 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 the prostitute. Don't stutter. Say and it. You, and you were Say the... it with pride. <laughs> I was the hoe. The... I was his <laughs> bottom chick. He made Married me and legitimized me at the end. That's what people forget. You know, we it's got great. And had two little interracial kids. Y'all need to go back and watch the end. Uh, it's it's great, and you're great in it. And and you're one of I've maybe with that. a handful of uh, a handful of only paid actors in there. A lot of people don't know Five, that. A lot only. of the, yeah, right. Because those scenes, a lot of those scenes are with people who have no idea what's going on. No, because people are thirsty and they all signed releases. And yeah, that's why that movie was made. Yeah, what was and that like working with Sasha Baron Cohen? Terrifying and was it and horrible? Really? Yeah. <laughs> so you loved it? Yeah, I loved it. No, yeah. it was like, you know, some of the places where we were, you know, we couldn't do a second take. Yeah. Some of this stuff. You have to go to a new place and set up some new people to get a second take. Because once your hand is tipped, it's over. It's over. Yeah. Like people say, oh, you should do it. They should do a Borat sequel. I'm like, are you kidding? Yeah. Nobody would fall for that again. They go running, screaming. Yeah. But I don't know. This is thirsty society that we're in and people probably would do it all over again. But... Um, you know, when we went to the dinner party, yeah. which is, you know, these people are what they call successionists. Like, they've never even had a black person on the front porch. Right. They got the Confederate and American flag flying high right. on the front porch. So, let alone a chick wearing, you know, Calvin Klein miniskirt and leopard bra. It's a great scene. Cowboy hat. And then also it was terrifying to... You know, people who do country line dance are very serious about their stuff. Yes. Mm -hmm. So when you go into country line dance and you got a smelly, you know, European and a black hoe <laughs> dancing, going in the opposite direction, messing up the line. I was like, they're going to kill us. <laughs> they're going to kill us. He almost got his ass kicked a couple times a couple in that. Times. Yeah. yeah. But, but I mean, what's, what ends up on film is effing hilarious. But, but look how prophetic. He took a dump in front of Trump, Trump Tower. <laughs> what did he know that we didn't know? By the way, if you're just tuning in, it's Linnell who's with us in the studio. You're going to be at Helium Comedy Club tonight, Friday yeah. and Saturday. Yeah. Did you grow up in L.A.? Uh, no. Where are you I, from? I grew up in Oakland, California, okay. in the Bay Area. I was born in Arkansas, transplanted, came to the Bay Area, grew up there. Been in L.A. for like 20 years. All right. Years. Was that for uh, career? You, you headed there to try and Absolutely. chase after it? Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. A lot of people do that. A lot of people end up you you know, not to, right? doing that. Yeah, they're all in a tent in front of the Guitar Center on Hollywood <laughs> Boulevard. <laughs> <laughs> are you um are you a Raiders fan? And if so, what are your thoughts on them moving to Las Vegas? Next I year? have been pissed at the Raiders ever since they left Oakland. Yeah, okay? a lot of people. Oakland, 
Raiders. Yeah. That's what it was. Yeah. We had a whole thing back then. They used to hang out at this one hotel bar, and, you know, the goal was to go there, meet a Raider, go upstairs, and stay there for the weekend. That was the... That was the goal. Go get you a Raider. You used to do that. Ever since the Raiders left Oakland, it's just hurt my heart. Yeah, they, they like left. They went like to they, LA they, and then they, back. Yeah, they don't know what. Like, pick a pick a some place and stay there. And <laughs> now, I'm sorry, the Golden State Warriors are leaving too. What what is it? What's going on here? <laughs> I can say, uh, it's Trump. He's <laughs> messing up the sports. I'm sorry. I don't care if this is a conservative station. I don't care. You see, I took my flag down. It was sitting right here. But um, no, you know, it's uh, sports is 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 a wonderful money making thing. I still am very you know hurt behind the whole you know Kaepernick situation, right. of course. And so it's become a little political, but, you know, somebody's got, if you don't stand for something, you fall for anything. And somebody's got to stand up for little people sometimes. That's what I do in my shows. You know, if you come and see my show, I'm really, that's why my show is so diverse. My audience is black, white, gay, Mexican, straight, trans, everything. Because what I talk about is universal. Weight, relationship, sex, food, kids, college. I talk about all that stuff. That's universal. That don't I, have no race on it. I saw you there. It was at the Toronto. Like Tur- yeah, same, same yeah. deal. Toronto uh, Comedy Festival, I Montreal. believe. Montreal. 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 So, in, and then you know, there's a sequence where you reel off every variation of sex you've had <laughs> in every room in <laughs> the house. You do your research. Yeah, it's, and it's, uh, it just keeps going, and then the audience just starts I had a lot off. of sex. <laughs> <laughs> I came up in the 70s. That's why I got back problems now, all that arching. <laughs> <laughs> but you, 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 you quite honestly say, I'm like, uh, you know, it, the, the, the clock is ticking. I, I got, you know, I got some left in me and then that's it. So, so when, when, when you, when you, you know, you seem like you're going to keep going for a, a good while. I but just had sex the other day. There you go. In Vegas. And they have a residency. If you go to Vegas, Vegas and you don't have sex, like, you didn't do it right. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you need to go back. Yeah, I have a residency every Sunday night at 10 p.m. at uh, Jimmy Kimmel Comedy Club. Jimmy Kimmel's from Vegas. Always a dream to have a comedy club in Vegas. And and he died because he was raised there. I think he yeah. grew up in Vegas. Yeah. Well, I haven't met him yet, though, but I do go on Kimmel on, like, October 28th. Oh, very on. cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so the, yeah, you know, it's, it's funny, though, because a lot of times in Vegas you walk into casinos and they'll have... You know, these these small little, like, bars, and there'll be somebody performing there. It's these... so sad. Yeah. Listen, uh, it cracks me up because, you know, <laughs> when, you, when you're drunk, you lost all your money, <laughs> and you're sitting there waiting for, you know, what time does the Greyhound uh, take off? <laughs> and you're sitting in this bar. It's 4.30 with some loser cover band <laughs> playing, you know, <laughs> Want a Dead or Alive by Bon Jovi and just sl- slaughtering it. But you can't tell them nothing because I'm in Vegas, you know. That- yeah. That's the saddest thing ever. Do you like, I, I think Vegas, and I think everyone, a lot of people agree, when you head out to Vegas, like four days gets it done. And then you're, then, you know... It, you know, it's so the uh, the concept of living in Vegas. You can really tap out in three. Yeah, yeah. I was just, yeah. Uh, you're pushing it if you stay in Vegas for a day. And if you live there, God, the people who live in Vegas never go to the strip. But here's never? the thing about Vegas. No, they never go to. The okay, strip. let's you know, I'm yeah. there. But the thing about Vegas is Vegas has everything you've ever wanted and dreamed of. It would give you everything that you ever could aspire to have. And it's up to you not to mess up your life. Right. Like the flight going to Vegas is so exciting. Yeah. We're getting married. I'm going to <laughs> Vegas. Yeah, drinks for everybody. 
That flight leaving Vegas uh-huh. is like a mortuary. Yeah. Big time difference. Leave me alone. Uh-huh. Leave me alone. Uh-huh. You're so right. How am I going to tell my wife I lost the wedding ring? And uh, it's, oh. I, was I went for here. three days and I went to the airport early. I, I couldn't uh, get wait me to out get of get Vegas. Out of Vegas. Uh-huh. Yes. Uh-huh. yes. Vegas and New Orleans. Those I'm are the two in... towns that beat the crap out of you. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, you when you know. leave New Orleans, it's the same. New Orleans is just a muggier. I woke up one day in Vegas in a hotel room, right? Mine. Thank God. <laughs> I reached over. I had my eyes closed. I reached over. I just got the first glass that I could grab, and I drank this stuff. I said, God. I never opened my eyes. I said, this is so refreshing. What is this? My friend said, it's water. You haven't had any in three days. <laughs> what am I? My back hurts. My kidneys oh my are shutting God. down. Vegas is, you know, if there's one bastion that still is um, Disneyland for grown people, it's Las Vegas. Yeah. yeah. It's even Disneyland, you know, Disneyland, 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 whatever. But <laughs> Vegas, you know, and then even if, like, there's old golden girls flying out to Vegas hourly because they want to see Donnie and Marie before they leave or... They want to see Celine, you know. Yeah. My life has definitely turned a corner. I was just in Vegas in July. I only flew in and out of there. Didn't want to spend a whole lot of time there, but I don't know if you like, I don't know if you like barbecue or not, but like. I was excited. I went to this place called John Moles Meats and Roadkill Grill. Oh, I would never. <laughs> never? Oh, no. Dude. Never. It was I amazing. Can't. They just lost me with the title. I'm like, I <laughs> like, what if they sell, like, real roadkill in here? I'm not going in there. I'm spooky like that. I don't oh, know. Yeah? No. Okay. You're, you're oh, yeah? You picky? Yeah. You don't eat roadkill? <laughs> not anymore. I, I was born in Arkansas. I didn't raise the state. Of state of. <laughs> hey. So it's, it's very exciting to be in Vegas, though, because every entertainer, you know what I mean? You, you've hit a pinnacle if you got Yeah, a oh yeah, absolutely. And to see your face on the strip. You know, yeah, that's awesome. Music. I got a text from somebody that says, hey, is this catfish from It's Always Sunny? Yeah. It is! Oh my God! Oh, okay, talking about gross stuff. On that episode, right, this is before Catfish the Show, or before yep. anybody knew the term. I did mm-hmm. this episode called Catfish, where I was Catfish or somebody. I hate cigarettes. I don't even take pictures with people who smoke cigarettes. <laughs> One time, a long time ago, a fan hugged me, and they had a cigarette in their hand. They burnt my daughter in the eye. Ooh. Like, Done. Ooh. Done with cigarettes. You can't come in my house if you yeah. smoke cigarettes. I don't like the smell. I can't eat with an ashtray on the table. Tell if you want to kill me immediately. Pull my bed covers back. Throw like three ashtrays worth of cigarettes <laughs> in it and let me get in there. And then, boom, take me straight to the morgue. I'm dead. Right. I, I don't like cigarettes. But in the catfish episode, I was a like constant chain smoker. So all around, I don't know if they were, I don't know, but all around this apartment, all around the apartment with <laughs> ashtrays bowling over with cigarette butts. Oh. It probably, it, like my top lip is starting to sweat right now. It make me. How did you so, handle that? Because I remember this episode. Uh, lots of uh, really good marijuana <laughs> and a couple of Xanax. Wow. And I was able to get through Those it. guys no, are great. I've never had a Xanax so, in my life. They're, but they're, yeah, they're acting. local. It's called acting. Yeah. Well, we've, we've actually, believe it or not, we've done a couple um, uh, appearances on the show. Uh, cause they're, I'm it, Sunny? Yeah, yeah, they'll shoot. They'll shoot locally, and and they they're, uh, they're, they're friends of the show, yeah. and it's it just so so incredibly nice. And that had yeah, to be a they are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was a, that was a good one. And then I uh, I liked working with um, uh, uh, on the middle. Oh, know, the middle. Yeah, yeah. With, with, uh, with Patty Heaton. 
Yeah, you know we. Yeah. Who do Patricia, who, yeah. Charlie um, McDermott? McDermott was uh, played uh, on that show. He's a friend of our show, okay. and we haven't heard him, uh, uh, you know, in a while. That was a solid show. You've also, I mean, you've done so much stuff, so many appearances. I movies. mean, if you look back, you know, I have. I don't really, you know, I don't really think about it collectively until somebody starts, you know, reminding me. I'm like, oh yeah, I did do that. I did yeah. Do that. I mean, you were. In, I mean, Taken too. You worked with Liam Neeson. Yes. That, yes. The whole. The whole. Uh, the whole crew was French. Oh really? Okay. Yeah, that was that was a different experience. Do you like doing? I mean, is is it is it is it fulfilling? Is it cool? Is it a resume built? It's obviously all those things. Well, but where do you where do you stand on it in general? Well, first of all, I I seem to be the bit part queen. You know, okay. I just get a little bit part here, bit part there, but a memorable part. Fine, but memorable. Yeah. I mean, you know, that's like The Rock. Was, 23 years ago right. with Sean Connery and Nicolas Cage, people still stop me on the street about that because they play it so much. I was pregnant and over there with, you know, with with everybody on Alcatraz and and that was just a little little tiny part, but people remember that because of my smooth, silky voice, I guess, whatever. <laughs> but um, but I, I, I sort of want to do bigger roles, yeah. but I sort of don't. Because I am a total pie head, and like memorization for me is not. It's good. an issue. Yeah, I can't like be a lawyer and run off all this dialogue, or be a doctor and you know stat, uh, you know get three <laughs> millimeters of blah blah blah, whatever. I can't do that. My mouth doesn't work that way. So that's why comedy is good for me because I'm my own writer. I can say what I want. What? But when the, when the job calls for me to do it, I do it. What's the most demanding dialogue? Deal you've ever had in a film where you where you had you were given a good chunk of dialogue you had to repeat back. Uh, nothing. Nothing. <laughs> Do they let you improvise a lot? Yeah. Okay. That's why they hire comics. Yeah. Because they literally yeah. are gonna say something that's better than what's written on the page. Y- you were in So I Married an Axe Murder. Yeah. Years and years and years ago. That was my first film. Wow. With the uh, what was that like? Mike Myers and. Anthony LaPaglia, and yep. who I was totally crushing on. He was going through a divorce. He didn't even know I was alive. <laughs> um, and uh, Alan Arkin. And yeah, that's right. Every, a lot of people I, were in I there. I think that's a fun movie. Yeah. But yeah. It, but it, the word was that it was there was a, like some contention on the set and stuff like that. Did you see any of that? Nope. Okay. Yeah, I didn't see any of it. Yeah. Because when I, when I come on the set, it's nothing but love because... I'm the happiest chick to be there. Like I'm like, you know, I make friends with the hair, the makeup. I can't stand an actor who's like, oh my god, we've been here 13 hours. I want to go home. You wouldn't have a home, you raggedy fob. If it wasn't like, how could you not want to be here? Isn't this what you worked all your life to to do? Yeah, like where you trying to go? Right. I don't get it. Well, I can't wait to see you in uh, Coming to America, too. That's going to... I'm really looking and forward to And Eddie Murphy's that. movie, Dolomite Is My Name, comes out on Netflix. Dolomite awesome. is one of our favorites. Yeah. Uh, so, by the way, uh, Lunell is going to be at Helium. Uh, you got shows tonight. tonight. Just one show tonight. Eight, I believe. Tonight. And then two shows on uh, Friday, Friday and Saturday. And those on Saturday. 7.30 I want and all my rockers to come out. Please. Wear your favorite, like... Rock T-shirt, like All right. you know, Zeppelin or <laughs> some old Grateful Dead, you know, worn out. Because in Oakland, the Dead was God. Like yeah. the Dead, like they were camping out. It was a whole tie-dye situation when when I used to live there, you know. And um, well, you, you talk about dedicated, like, yeah. And then you know Jerry Garcia, of course, has ice cream named after him. That's yeah. true. Yeah, on. that's an icon. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, well, we're gonna send him out. We'll send them out Please to see you. Please do. I love helium, and Philly is 
really growing on me. I landed and went straight and got a cheesesteak, <laughs> you know, damn you the right. calories. Yeah. Sorry we didn't have any for you here next yeah, time. Yeah, we'll y'all be... didn't have nothing. We'll I heard y'all stopped. had cheesesteak egg roll the other day. You had donut. I'm coming here and, and no barbecue, no chitlin, nothing. <laughs> next time Lunell is here, we will have it. We'll have a spread for you. <laughs> Thank, Thank you, you everybody. Great to meet you, Lunell, guys. Yeah. Helium Comedy Club. Get your tickets at heliumcomedy.com. Yeah. We'll be right back. The Preston and Steve Show Podcast. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Thanks, Kath. Looking down the uh, the list for uh, back to school a little bit later on today, we'll get into the loves and uh, there are over 20 love songs, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> Not meaning that they're love songs, but the first word in the title is love. We're in the longs now. Yep. Uh, I loved hearing yes. And we yeah. have a few longs to go. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, hearing some yes. There's one I, awesome. I hope that will be on the list. I'll just keep listening in the, in the long category. Hmm. It's an Eagles song. Uh, we'll have to see. Mm-hmm. We'll check that out. I'll check it out a little bit later on. Yes. I got in the car yesterday at the perfect time for me anyway, because I've been waiting to hear Jungle Land. And so it was yeah. uh, Jumpin' Jack Flash by the Stones. <laughs> and then Jackson, just uh, no segue, just right from Jumpin' Jack Flash right into Jungle Land. And it's uh, nine minutes of 33 seconds of musical perfection. And I just, it's one of my favorite songs of all time. Jungle Land is nine and a half minutes long. It sure is. Wow. And uh, it just, I was in, I was taking my son to soccer practice and we had it on the whole way. My Ben plays a little bit of sax. So uh, I was like, uh, you got to listen to the Clarence sax section. You know, it's just, it's just awesome. It's just perfection. I keep forgetting that we're doing it. And I'm like, what are we playing? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 A to yeah. Z. What a great tune. I would listen to this over and over and over. All right, we got to do the Bizarre File, so let's get to it. Now, bizarre. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre, bizarre File. And it is brought to you by New Jersey Transit. Be aware of your surroundings when riding NJ Transit trains and buses. If something doesn't feel right, it probably isn't. So report that suspicious activity. To one eight 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 tips njt or text your report to NJTPD. Well, a man landed with a very, a really pissed off man landed with a very large pay-per-view porn bill. But he has a bizarre explanation. He said his dog ordered it. His dog is watching porn. Yeah, well, his dog actually uh, got hold of the remote somehow or another. Thomas Barnes had uh, hit out at the U.S. satellite provider after receiving a demand for $70 for the X-rated films. Oh uh, Mr. Barnes said that the real culprit is his Bichon Frise Merino, uh, and uh, the errant pet is said to have jumped up on his owner's bed and accidentally ordered the Hustler channel. Sure. <laughs> yes. Realizing what had happened, Mr. Barnes said that he contacted Dread TV within minutes, pointing the finger of blame to Marino. Who's a good dog? Who likes squirters? Uh, he he was assured that the problem would be sorted, so he was uh, dismayed when he had continued to have access to porn. Uh, when his bill came, though, he subtracted the cost of his hustler and paid the rest, but as a result, he had a service cut off. So Mr. Barnes who relies on Social Security disability payment, said that $70, you're taking food out of my mouth. It's like you're stealing it, and they refused to see how that was pertinent. After <clears throat> filing a federal communications uh, commission complaint, he said that the provider agreed to credit his next bill, but Mr. Barnes said he is being made to pay for the mistake. 
Uh, DirecTV has yet to comment about the incident, but he swears up and down. That his dog was watching or that hit this remote and ordered this. Ordered the whole channel, not, not just like a movie. It's he usually a show. couple of strokes. Yeah, I don't know. A stroke or which two. Is a stroke or two. Uh-huh. <laughs> At least for me it is. Hey, a Mexican teacher has come under fire for making high school students wear cardboard boxes on their heads to block their peripheral vision and prevent them from cheating on exams. <laughs> I'd love to see a picture of that. Uh, there is a picture. Is of that. there? Oh, yeah, that's it's awesome! Great. It's great. So must look uh, like a class full of Legos. Uh, Luis Juarez, Texas, is director of campus at the College of Bachelors and has been accused of humiliating and breaking the basic human rights of his students. Put your boxes on for the test. After a photo of him overseeing an exam where the students wore cardboard boxes on their heads went viral online, uh, the students' parents shared the photo on social media. And issued a public statement asking educational <laughs> authorities in Mexico to dismiss Texas. Here's a picture of it. It's just insane. Uh-huh. Uh, the photo of the students wearing the cardboard boxes with cut-out eye holes that had only allowed them to see in front without turning their heads was shared thousands of times since last week and was eventually picked up by mainstream media as well. How soon before there are Boxco girls? Uh, however, instead of condemning the teacher, most users congratulated him for finding huh. an effective way to prevent cheating. Uh, This isn't quite the first time we've seen this kind of extreme anti-cheating technique. Back in 2013, there was a similarly controversial story from Thailand where students were forced to wear anti-cheating helmets made from (laughs) sheets of paper. How about the the blinders that horses wear? It's kind of like that. Yeah. Yeah. An American woman is in custody in the Philippines after she allegedly tried to fly out of the country with a baby in her luggage. Oh, dear God. Philippines Immigration received a report around 6.20 a.m. that a 43-year-old woman had been caught with a child in her bag at Ninoy Aquino International Airport in Manila. The woman appeared to be traveling alone and only presented her personal passport, but when staff inspected an oversized carry-on suitcase, they found the baby inside. Uh, she didn't have any travel documents for the infant. The woman had claimed to Did be... Did you the pack ch- your own baby? Uh, the child's aunt, but had not provided any evidence that they were related uh, the case has been handed over to the Philippines National Bureau of Investigation's Anti-Human Trafficking Division. Thank God they caught that. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, a Georgia triplet, this is kind of like the dog excuse, excuse, uh, uh, had accused, who was accused of fatally stabbing one of his brothers. Yeah. Says the stabbing was a mistake and he had only meant to hug his brother. Oh my God, that happens all the time where you hug someone and stab them to death. Yeah, 36-year-old Kenneth Jernigan made his first court appearance Thursday after telling police that he accidentally killed his brother, Kevin Jernigan. Jernigan was charged last week with murder and possession of a knife during the commission of a crime. Uh, The police, Corporal Matt Sittler, said that Kenneth told officers that uh, they were in the kitchen making food when he went to hug Kevin, but instead he stabbed him. Oh, my God, that's so tragic. Uh, Sittler says the evidence doesn't support Kenneth Jernigan's story. Sittler says autopsy results are still pending. It, uh, it's like when you go to blow someone a kiss, Preston, and you shoot him in the face with a shotgun. Yeah, you know, it's just yeah. an accident. It just happens. Uh, the third brother, Keith, testified that he didn't witness the stabbing. One last story. Police are searching for a possible carjacker who apparently removed a sleeping 80-year-old woman from her parked car and stole it, leaving her lying in the driveway overnight. What the hell am I doing here? That's kind of the way it was. So officers responded just after 4 a.m., They found the victim in her driveway. The woman told police that she had fallen asleep in the car, which was parked at around 9 p.m., but she woke up around 4 a.m., and the car was gone. It was gone. (laughs) You're driving me to Phoenix! So she woke up, and the car, she doesn't remember anything. Son of a bitch! Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I had a car! 
She had sustained an abrasion and a bruise on her face, but did not remember what had happened. Uh, police said that they is had, my car the outside. They recovered the uh, the empty vehicle later, and they had not made any arrests. Did the I way. ever really own a car? And there you go. That's what I have in the bizarre file. Hey, we have something else to do, real quick. Yes, uh, Casey, we have something special for you. Oh. oh. So uh, there's construction, as we said, that's been going on around the uh, the building, and uh, there's a lot of uh, construction workers and painters and everything. And one of the people that's really happy to be here is a guy named Mike, <laughs> who does all the uh, the painting in our hallways here. Mike's a big fan of MMR. How you doing, Mike? <laughs> How's it going? People? Good man. Nice to see you, Mike. By the way, what is? Uh, yeah, put your headphones on. Uh, yeah, get we'll get you set up. What, what's your last name, Mike? Uh, Winkler. Winkler. Mike Winkler. So, Mike, you had something for Casey. Yeah, I got a nice, uh, you know, case here of a nice soft two-ply toilet paper since Casey called me out last week for uh, overusing all your toilet paper in the building. <laughs> well, yeah, I appreciate that. Because I had to wipe with paper towels because of you, Mike. <laughs> yeah, so the girls at uh, at my shop at Buttonwood Painting, uh, Kim and Jennifer, thought that it'd be a good idea to replenish your supply. Wow, that's a nice supply. How many so, rolls in there? Uh, I don't know. It looks like 20. 20. So it should last wow. two, maybe a day or two. Yeah. Ass, yeah. <laughs> your ass is going to be on easy street. Man, uh, you know, so nice, nice and soft. You know, it's not like the it's not like the sandpaper stuff we have here now. Nope. So nope. yeah, they didn't cheap out at all. They got no, it. They, 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 got, they got you the good stuff. Two ply is definitely they, as they call it facial quality. <laughs> yeah, right. absolutely. And Mike, you, I think you told me you're going to be here for like two years. Uh, probably building. the way yeah. this place is going. So uh, yeah, so. I tell you, I got to tell you, I like the new uh, the the color schemes yeah. and everything are pretty cool. It's Getting good. yourself uh, cleaned up. All you guys, the crew here, yeah. all the people working in the building, these the construction guys, men and women, could not be nicer. Yeah, so, yeah, they're and, doing a great job. And yeah. as, as we see the stuff start to really take shape, it's kind of cool. You yeah, know? Mike was giving me a hard time when I called him out on the air last week. Uh, but but I, I told him, I said... Uh, you're the only one who I know by name, so that's why I that's why I blame Mike. <laughs> it so works. You're just the one guy, the one yeah. guy whose name you know for using up all the toilet paper. Uh, uh, you know why not? You know, oh, man. But what a, what, what a great way to call me out, Sal. Yeah. I, I really appreciate it. But, no uh, problem. Hey, yeah. Keep up the great work, man. All right, thank, thank you. you guys. Appreciate it. All right, yeah. Mike. Have a good yeah. Day. Full supply of toilet paper for Casey Boy. And we promised not to touch it. It came with a note and everything from the the Buttonwood Company. That's nice. Yeah. All right. Uh, Let's take a break. Come back in a second. We'll do a lesson question. We'll see if you've been paying attention. Got some music news and trash on the way, too. So stay there. Stream WMMR anywhere you have an internet connection. Check out the mobile app or go to WMMR.com. You'll figure it out from there. Diamond jewelry doesn't have to be expensive. Have fun buying jewelry for someone you love and don't hate the price you pay. Feel the difference online at IHateStevenSinger.com with free shipping. Buy real diamonds from a real jeweler. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Plenty of who in the back of school, A to Z, long live rock. 93.3 WMMR goes on and on and on, and it's long, and that's where we are right now in the long section of the back to school, A to Z. Follow, get information, PrestonSteve.com, WMMR.com. We got it all right there, but just uh, sit back and enjoy if you want to do that, too, because there's plenty of time for that. Pierre will continue that on. Into the longs, most likely. Uh, yeah, yeah. And then uh, he dives into a few other 
little uh, pockets of uh, words that uh, that you'll kind of have fun guessing what's going to be next. That's what I like doing. Yeah. Oh, that's one of the best yeah. parts of the whole thing. That's, that's the best part. It's mm-hmm. the best part. Uh, we're going to do today's lesson question and give away a pair of tickets in a suite at the 100th race of Dover International Speedway on October 6th. The question for you this morning is one from our 6 o'clock hour, and who was the original Captain America? <laughs> 215-263-WMMR. It's the best part. Call now. Let's see if you know the answer. Who was the original <laughs> Captain America from earlier this morning, and while you're calling in, we're going to do the Hollywood trip. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. Brought to you this morning by New Jersey Transit. Your attention is their most valuable asset. If something doesn't feel right, it probably isn't. New Jersey Transit urges you to stay alert and stay alive. Report suspicious activity. To one eight 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 tips njt or text your report to NJTP. What's going on this morning, Steve? Well, NBA star Alonzo Ball admitting he's continued that he continued to promote his five hundred dollar prepared big bowler brand sneakers, even though they were faulty and would often explode apart. Ball defended his actions, saying that unbroken ankles are overrated. Yeah. <laughs> Former teen idol Aaron Carter seen at an L.A. gun store purchasing pistols and two assault rifles. Carter says he's stockpiling weapons in preparation for the eventual war with O-Town. <laughs> oh, my God. And finally, Hallmark Countdown to Christmas schedule announced yesterday, and it features two new holiday movies starring Lacey Chabert and Candace Cameron Bure. Hallmark says that this year will be just like every other and will completely ignore Hanukkah. Yeah. <laughs> your Thank you, Steve. Hey, before we go to the phones, I don't think I read the, the last part of this uh, sponsorship properly, so okay. I'll make sure I do that. New Jersey Transit, one eight 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 tips and. JT or text your report to NJTPD. Oh. I think I left the D off. Okay. They paid for it, so damn it, I want to make sure that they get it. All right. Let's see if we can get an answer to our question. Who is the original Captain America? 215-263-WMMR. <laughs> Let's go to James and see if he knows the answer. Hey, James. Hey, what's up, Preston? Yo, James, I just want to know who the original Captain America was, you know? That would be Woody Allen. Woody Allen. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people don't realize that. I, all right, James, hang on, because we are going to set you up with a uh, pair of sweet tickets for the 100th race of Dover International Speedway, October 6th. And you can help celebrate 50 years of Dover International Speedway. Tickets and info at DoverSpeedway.com. Sweet, sweet. All right, let's do music news. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. Yeah! enemies. See them driven before you, they hear the lamentation of the women. The lamentation of the women. Brought to you by Deeds and Watson, Real Philly Deli. Want to know uh, Philly's best-kept hoagie secrets? Well, pick up Deeds and Watson's Real Philly Deli Hoagie Guide, a map of the best delis in the city. Earn prizes like T-shirts, coolers, food, and even birds tickets just for eating real Philly hoagies. few stories for you. We'll start with this one, man. Our buddy Chris Jericho, frontman for Fozzie. Yeah. Professional wrestler. Was reportedly the victim of a theft over the weekend when his AEW World Championship belt was allegedly stolen. That sucks. Jericho became All Elite Wrestling's first ever world champion following his win over Hangman Adam Page at All Out last Saturday. 
Although a police report was said to be filed, Jericho posted a video in which he launched his own worldwide investigation into the crime and warned the perpetrator of the consequences. Does the belt have any identifying features, Preston? <laughs> no, it's, it's pretty generic, Steve. Okay. Uh, Jericho... <laughs> Jericho filed a police report in Tallahassee, Florida, claiming that the belt somehow went missing between the time that he landed at the airport and when he traveled to Longhorn Steakhouse for food. Okay. Uh, Breaking news. Breaking news. This just in. This just in, as reported by Chris Jericho himself. Uh, in less than 24 hours, uh, he has recovered the belt all by himself. Oh, excellent. How did he do that? Did Um, he punch his way through the city? If you check out, he did not punch his way, uh, through the city, but, uh, I believe it is documented on his Instagram page. Uh, and he's got a video up there and there he is. He's just sitting there with the belt over his shoulder. That's excellent. All is right in the world. Very good. Okay. It's back. A Guns N' Roses fan site called Guns Over Oz claims that the band has been approached to write and record a new song for the upcoming movie Terminator Dark Fate, the latest in the long-running series about an ongoing war between humans and cyborgs. That seems appropriate. Yes, it does. The uh, report added apparently Slash was at Axel's house to record overdubs on a song for the Rush release. At this point, the song... Name is unknown, but it says here, according to this, yes, 100% verified Guns N' Roses' new music. Of course, they had the classic track, You Could Be Mine, used for the second film in the series, The Terminator Judgment Day, which came out in 91. It was also featured in Terminator Salvation as well. Uh, That same song? Yeah. And was released as the first single from the band's double album, Use Your Illusion, (laughs) that same year. So they might be doing it. It's unofficial, but uh, this page, this uh, website says they may be up to that. Led Zeppelin fans are in for a real treat this holiday season with the December publication of Jimmy Page, the Anthology. The 384-page tome tells, uh, I'm sorry, sells for around $480. Now available Jeez. for pre-order and ships in December. Now, the book is limited to 2,500 copies, personally signed by Jimmy himself. So that's part of why it's $480. It also comes with a 200-pound wheel of cheese from Costco. Wow. <laughs> um Produced using Italian matte art, 150 GSM, bound with quarter bound in black leather with gold leaf blocking and gilt page edging. I'm so sorry about this page. No, G-I-L-T is how it's spelled. I guess it's how you, I don't know. I just feel terrible about the way I edge these pages. And packaged in a box felt lined slipcase box. I'm so sorry. Inspired by the case. Why did uh, I buy the gilt edition? Of Jimmy Page's first electric guitar, the 1958 Resonette Futurama. Oh, it comes from Resonettes? Re- Resonette. Oh. Oh, man. <laughs> I got excited for a second. It'd be better if it was Goobers. Though. Goobers are better. <laughs> Resonettes are a waste. Does anybody remember Goobers? Do you like Resonettes? God, I love Resonettes. That's yeah, right. Well, you love Chunkies, too. Yeah. And they yeah. have yeah. Resonettes. God, oh, I haven't had a Chunky in a while. Yeah, yeah I'm one of the few Resonettes uh, fans. Uh, I do like Resonettes. But I'll take Goobers over. Goobers. <laughs> I like to like them. They love Goobers. Goobers. Uh, and she's buying a stairway to Goobers. That's how it originally went. Yeah. It's like a Scrambled Eggs by Paul McCartney. I had no idea. I'll never hear that song the same way again. <laughs> mm no, right. there's just not a lot of people who like raisinets uh, over goobers. I think goobers always takes that. Yeah. yeah. 
It's got uh, raisins in it. You like raisins. <laughs> hey, hey, mom said the way you goob gonna make you sweat. Gonna, gonna make, make you goob. goob. <laughs> Maybe they'll have a raisin at Goobers! <laughs> In the land of the nuts and chocolate. Yep. No, maybe they'll maybe they'll come up with a raisinette song someday. We'll have to think about that. Power of the raisins. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> All of my raisinettes. <laughs> <laughs> On November first, REM will release the twenty fifth anniversary edition of its nineteen ninety four Monster Collection. Right. The six disc deluxe. <laughs> Reissue features the original album fully remastered, as well as contemporary remix by original producer Scott Litt. Uh, the set is filled with previously unreleased demos, rare concert recordings from 1995, and extensive new liner notes. Mm. Also, a Blu-ray disc features high-res audio and 5.1 surround sound versions of Monster, the documentary Road Movie, and all six music videos from the album. That one comes with Circus Peanuts. Uh, R.E.M.'s ninth studio album was released on September 27, 1994, and debuted at number one on both the U.S. and U.K. album charts. Huh. Uh, the album featured such instant band standards as the album's lead single, What's the Frequency, Kenneth? Also, Bang and Blame. I forgot about that song. I That's a good song. song. Strange Currencies and Tongue as well. So they're reissuing that. Now, another <clears throat> celebration is coming up. Motley Crue, 30th anniversary of its 1989 album, Dr. Feel Good. And they're reissuing the disc on November 29th. The anniversary edition will feature the original album along with studio demos. The deluxe edition will include the LP on a Coke bottle green vinyl, CD, three seven-inch picture discs, a doctor's bag, a prescription notepad, a deck of playing cards, a pair of drumstick pens, uh, pin badges, and guitar picks. So it comes with all these tchotchkes. By the way, listen to this. So it was released on September 1st, 1989. Dr. Feelgood reached number one on the Billboard 200 chart and sold more than 7 million copies worldwide. The title track was one of five hit singles taken from the album. Wow. Earned the band its first Grammy nomination for Best Hard Rock Performance. And a later single, uh, Kickstart My Heart, was nominated in the same category in 1990. So I watched the uh, the Dirt again. Oh, did you? Yeah. I should go back and watch it again. It's really good. It's It's, it's good. It, it is exactly what it's, it's supposed to be. Yeah, yeah. It, it's fun, and there's some tragic things that happen yeah. in it. But I actually, I was impressed with the dude, Machine Gun Kelly, man. Who he was really good, with Tommy Lee. Yeah, he was, he was really good. Yeah, I was surprised. I, and the guy doing Ozzy was pretty good too. Yeah, uh, from the uh, he looked like Ozzy of that time. Yeah, with that bizarre haircut that Ozzy oh. had back then. Uh, I'm glad you wrote this down, Casey, because I meant to put this in music news. I totally forgot about it. Tomorrow morning, the Preston C Show will debut. Ooh. New music from Casey Boy. I'm excited. Mm. I've heard it. Oh, yeah? You guys have not heard it yet. No. Casey, oh. Casey wanted to confide in me with it, and I think you're going to be very impressed. Uh, he, collab- we- he collaborated with the band Jealousy Curve. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's very cool. So it's not. this is not just a, a whipped together Casey went in the production studio yeah. and, uh, and recorded something and came back with a little surprise for us. This is... It's got some balls to it. Can I ask? The, really good. May I ask the question? Yeah. Uh, is this supposed to be um, of the anthemic variety? Preston? 
Uh, do, you, do you want to mention what the subject matter is or no? Yeah, I mean, listen, it's no surprise. We had talked about it a couple of weeks ago because, uh, you know, Joan Jett and who is it, Carrie Underwood, have this new song coming out for, uh, well, the new version of, like, Sunday Night Football. Right. right. Theme song. And, uh, you know, so this is um, this is similar to that. Is uh, it, it's, a, it's an original song. It's not a... Uh, is it for a team we're familiar with? It's for a, a team that uh, we are familiar with here in the city of Philadelphia. I'm mm-hmm. thrilled yeah. because if this... Uh, and Preston is very impressed by it. I, I, it would be so cool if we could get... Well, we'll just see what happens. Yeah. But I would like to see something... I would like to see it take off. Yeah. Here's the deal. Would it be like an official thing or I something like that? I would like to like see that. that. <laughs> That'd be cool. I don't know uh, if it's well, that good. I don't know if it's quite that level. It's really good, though. All right. It's really, really well, good. Well, you know what? I'm very we'll, excited. Yeah. We'll leave it up to the audience yeah. on the side. Shot over to uh, Forge Recording uh, Studios in Orland a couple of days ago. And Timbaland. And Timbaland was there. Uh, and Where's Orland? Good question, Preston. Okay. It's, it's, near, it's of, near Upper Dublin. It's right off of the uh, Ambler exit of the Turnpike. Okay. First exit off of 309. All okay. I know is right. that uh, I had no clue where I was because I went up uh, Lincoln Drive, and then I made a whole bunch of different turns. Waze got me there, and when yeah. I was in the parking lot, I'm like, I have no friggin' idea where it's I am right now. It's near Paper Kit. Yep. <laughs> Pre-Purple Kit and Pre-Purple Kit. Near. I know what you mean. Waze sometimes will take me up Lincoln Drive in areas, <laughs> yeah. uh, and, and I'm like, I have no idea where I am. Am I still in Pennsylvania? I have yeah. no clue. I have effectively stranded you. Hmm. Uh, so here's the deal. I, I listened to a rough cut. I got a new cut uh, late, late last night, but... Uh, uh, around seven or so, I got a cut. I, I listened to it in my headphones. I expected the worst. I was like, "Oh my god, this is this is good." The thing, yeah. the thing you will be most uh, impressed with, I kid you not, is his singing. Uh, no, I it's knew not, that. It's not a joke. I kid you not. Well, I've sa- I've said this before. Uh, I think you're a very good singer. You actually performed. Uh, I forget. Was it risque? Who do we have? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was uh, Octane. 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 Octane, and you sang live. Yeah, and yeah, you were good. this is a different style than I was used to. This is like yeah. this is straight up hard rock. Uh, and what Casey doesn't realize is he's a good rock singer. I know you you do the and all that stuff <laughs> yeah. all the yeah. time, but he was singing that straight ahead. But this that was night. you. The, you were yeah. You're going for it, and and uh, I didn't even think you were that big of a rock fan. Uh, I like I like rock and roll music yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like rock and roll. Uh, but you're going to be impressed at what a good rock singer he is. All right. Yeah. Uh, uh, this could be the beginning. Mm-hmm. You know, listen, we just talked about uh, our, our wrestling friend. Uh, um, Jericho. Jericho. He enters the ring as a wrestler, and now he's known for his music. This could be you. You interested in being a, the fifth member of Saint? Uh, no. <laughs> okay. no. No, I don't like practicing and stuff like that. I, I, you know what? In about, <laughs> I like to work. Preston, in about 20 years, we're going to see a new Netflix movie called The Toad Dirt. <laughs> The toe dirt. It's going to be about your bad case. Here's the deal, uh, and I just you know we'll, we'll go in, into this a little bit more tomorrow. But right, yeah. but uh, Steve Lafasha and Mike Levy from Jealousy Curve are there in the studio with me. Those guys were so positive, you know what I mean, and like that's everything that I needed because you when you're hearing yourself sing and you hear the playback, it's like oh my god. I hate myself so much. And they were like, dude, Dave Grohl hates himself. Yeah. yeah. You know? I was like, no, that's okay. what That's yeah. what good music producers do. They mm-hmm. bring the best out of you and they encourage you. And that's yeah. what they were doing for yep. you. Okay, I'll tell you this. There's only one person who had no issue with the way she sounded when recorded. And take this as a lesson. <laughs> 
Yoko. Oh. <laughs> I thought you were going to say like Marley Matlin. No. I'm like, she can't hear herself. Yoko's good. And yeah, you, you know, there Yoko's you go. a good answer. Yeah. You've heard right. her. Yep. You know that it really means nothing. No. All right, tomorrow morning. All right. Yep. We'll debut. Are we going to debut around this time or earlier? I think, I think we should do it earlier. Yeah. I think we ought to do it. We'll enough. do it at 530. I think we're doing a prime <laughs> spot. A prime spot. All right. Let's take a break. Come back in a second. Get ready to wrap things up. We'll be right back. Friend. 93.3 WMMR proudly supports the inaugural Market Street Run for Blue. Presented by Wawa, Sunday, October 27th. The event benefits the Philadelphia Police Foundation with a run through historic Old City to 30th Street Station and back for a post-run festival at Penn's Landing featuring food and beverages courtesy of Wawa. Awards for top finishers in multiple age groups and fun for the whole family. Click events at WMMR.com for all the details and to get signed up. Sunday, October 27th. It's the Market Street Run for Blue. Presented by Wawa. 93.3 WMMR is putting Philly first. Always love the saxophones in that song. It is Foreigner on 93.3 WMMR. It's everything that rocks. Long, long way from home. I think we used to have some clips from me and uh, broadcasting school talking about Foreigner. Mm -hmm. Oh, joy? From time to time. Yeah, I think so. Uh, so we are in the L's and in the Longs and a long, long way from home where we stop for the day. But the Longs continue on when Pierre gets in here and uh, holds your hand and takes you through this wonderful tour of awesome music in the archives of MMR. So the back to school A to Z. It's about 1038 a.m. I would like to thank Lunell yeah. for being on our show this morning. Uh, Lunell was very, very funny. Really cool. She's going to be in the uh, the next Coming to America movie. She showed us some pictures from the set. She mm-hmm. did. It's awesome. She had pictures of Eddie and Arsenio, and uh, that was really cool to see in their uh, <laughs> in their outfits and so on. But she's going to be at Helium Comedy Club uh, tonight, Friday, and Saturday. And she had the most crazy nails I've ever seen. Almost <laughs> renders your hands useless. Huge. I don't know how she does what she does. Yeah, it was kind of difficult for her to get to the pictures on her phone. Yeah. Yeah. I see people who have the really big nails, and they have to basically use the like the first yes. knuckle the finger part yeah, of their finger. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So anyhow, did you have something you wanted to say? Kat? No, I was in the bathroom with her, and uh, she came out of the stall, and we were washing our hands. She goes, "You know when you're t- trying to take a." You yeah. know what? She goes, and the other girl in the bathroom won't get out, and she knows what you're trying to do. You're waiting for her to leave so that you can go. <laughs> I was like. Oh, yeah. She's talking about you? No, no, no. Oh, she, we were washing our hands. She was finished, but she was, oh. I guess it was just some bathroom chat. That's she's funny. funny. Uh, so she'll be there. Hey, by the way, we made an announcement earlier this morning, a concert announcement. I'll reiterate this. Re- reiterate this. Reiterate this. Uh, MMR rocks Bob Seger and the Silver Bullet Band. Yeah. It's Roll Me Away. It's the final tour. And so this is, this is Bob Seger wrapping up his career. And the last show on the tour is in Philadelphia. What? Yeah. yeah. So where would you figure the tour would end up, Bob Seger? <clears throat> Detroit. Yes. Right. That's and that's what we were talking thinking. about earlier. It's like, what? That's, but it is. I wonder if they'll just add a few dates. Um, because Philly wasn't on uh, several of the uh, early uh, itineraries, which I found curious. And... Um, Sometimes these tours just keep getting extended. I think he said he, said he wanted to end it in the city that has uh, Pierre Robert. I think yeah. I, now that you mention <laughs> it, I think that's probably correct. So the show's going to be Friday, November 1st at the Wells Fargo Center. I might have to go to that one, man. 
Uh, tickets are on sale Saturday the 14th, so a week from this Saturday at 10 a.m. The reason we mention it today is because there's a pre-sale a week from today at 10 a.m., uh, through the following day at 5 p.m. While supplies last, you got to use the password radio, and that is through Wells Fargo Center Philly.com. And while you're off, Pierre, uh, the 9th through the 13th, Brent is going to be in for you, and he's going to have tickets before they go on sale. Oh, sweet. Way. Yeah, it's a pretty sweet. cool deal. Yeah, exactly. Excellent. How you doing today? Great, great. Cool. Um, I loved that you got yes. Yeah. Uh, long distance run around into the fish. That's another one of those examples. That's actually two songs. Uh, it's long distance run around slash. I think it's so the, when it gets to the ding 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 yeah, ding ding. The second ding, part ding, is called the fish. I there's believe. so many um, yes songs where you have to play it into the second part. Right. Or it just feels like right. you haven't played it. Right. Uh, I, yes was always. I know. I think you you're a super fan as well, and Preston you are as well. Just where you just you know concept album where you just sit there and just listen yeah. for hours. Yep. It's awesome. Um, well, I thought of you last night, and of course, Jackie mentioned you. I was at the gymnasium, and uh, uh, it was in the L.A.s. We are God, we haven't come far. Uh, we were in the Laws, now we're in the Longs, um, and uh, and uh, Jackie played uh, La Villa Strangiato. Oh, man, he got that. And he played the whole thing, and uh, it was really cool to listen to. Yeah. Uh, and he, of course, dedicated it to you Aww. and said, I hope you haven't gone to bed yet. Apparently you had, um, <laughs> I had, I had. and um, and uh, he said, "I know Preston's up listening, waiting till this song plays till he goes to bed." <laughs> and I go, "Well, that's cool." I, and I curse, I believed him, but of course it wasn't true. It's um, a beast of a song. I will listen to that today just to uh, feel like I'm living in that moment. So I will definitely. It was very cool. Cranked it up, nice yeah. man. Uh, well, I'm sure you got some good stuff coming up, but let's get to the letter of the day. Okay. Here we go. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. And the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter. R as in rev it up. All right. And we are going to give away a pair of tickets for the Eagles home opener. It is Sunday, gang, against Washington at Lincoln Financial Field. Courtesy of our friends at Dunkin', it's the return of the Eagles game day offer. All Dunkin' Perks members can score $1 medium hot or iced coffee when they pay with a uh, Dunkin' Perks enrolled card. So we got one more day to go, one more letter, and we give that away. Uh, so, yeah, you're still in the longs for a little while. Anything right. you want to highlight uh, coming well, up? Well, the song we're going to come right out of the break with is a majestic piece of music uh, written about both a relationship and a car. Um, and we'll... Hmm. Oh, yes. I know oh. what you're talking... By the way, yesterday, the I've Got a Feeling back-to-back was phenomenal. It was uh, Beatles into All Pearl right. Jam, uh, two of my favorites. Um, but that, I love yeah. when you get stuff like that in it. Preston and I were in the studio, and Preston cranked it up because we got the Beatles version of it followed right by the Pearl Jam version of it. It was, it was awesome. It was yeah. so cool. Yeah, I like it when you just go straight into the... the without even a, any production or piece. When Because last night, what did Jackie play... Uh, it was it was two songs. It was a cover and the original. I can't remember what it was. But oh, he'll text you in a little bit about yeah, it. He's I'm sure he will. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he ended one and went. Uh, it was disturbed. Land of confusion. Okay. Mm. So he played the Genesis Land of Confusion, and the second it ended, it just went right into it. Almost thought it was the same song into the Disturbed cover, of which it. is a really good cover. Yeah, it really yeah. is. I mean, Disturbed is a fascinating band in, in the fact that they have that heavy metal moniker and yet they will, you know, embrace everything from, <laughs> you know, Genesis to Paul Simon. Yeah, like Land of Confusion is a bizarre, but they did a great job with it. Yeah, when they played uh, the MMRBQ a few years ago, 
they were covering Baba O'Reilly, and they did a whole cover set. That's awesome. A little medley of cover songs. Anyway, um, so it's going to be a fun day. We're, co- we're coming out with that, more longs. Uh, we will also have STP and Rival Sons tickets. Everyone who wins them from me this week, by the way, is eligible to meet the band when they come to the Met, which is awfully sweet in September. So, well, we're in September, aren't we? September 19th, so not too far away, actually. Yeah, yeah. So, very All right. fun. Thank you, Pierre. And I want to thank our uh, sponsors. Uh, today, I've uh, been brought to you by Duncan, the official coffee of the President Steve Show. And the President Steve Show runs on Duncan. Also, the new Go Birds tailgate pack at Rita's. Available at participating locations while supplies last Rita's. And also brought to you by LaSalle University's next open house on Saturday, September 21st. Register at LaSalle.edu slash open house. Tomorrow, a couple of in-studio guests. Our buddy Robert Irvine's in town. So he always stops by. Yes, he do. We'll talk to Robert Irvine. Yeah. And I'm really act, uh, excited about this. Comedian, actor, Nico Santos. <laughs> if you saw Crazy Rich Asian, Asians, he's the gay cousin, and he's hilarious in the movie. He's very funny. And uh, he will be in our studio tomorrow. Which very is cool. Really, really cool. Uh, so that is it. We are done. Rage on. Have a great day, and we'll see you tomorrow, gang. Bye-bye. The Preston and Steve love you. hate you. Live. Bonnie, you need to come to my house whenever you'd like. You can get on my riding lawnmower and do my acre. And as you make three or four turns, I'll feed you beers. And when you're all done, we can sit down and chat and decide when you need to come back. Next message. Yeah, I want to hear that song that goes... Dun, 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 Next message. The school bus I'm behind is stopping at every driveway. Every f***ing driveway. Could you not gather in one driveway for the sake of, I don't know, commuters? The Preston and Steve love you, hate you line. Call 484-434-1333. MMR rocks. Brought to you by DellToyota.com and DellChevrolet.com. Jack, sell them for less.